0: This is Donnie Devania, who is unbelievably hilarious. You've got to check him out on YouTube if you don't know him already. Uh, one of the best sketch performers and writers uh, working today, and I'm so happy. That, and he's also he used to be a, like a tennis pro. We talk a lot about tennis. I didn't know I was so interested in tennis. Um, we are going to take next week off uh, because it's the day after uh, Christmas and people, you know, travel day, blah, blah, blah. But we'll be back after that. Hi, Baby Lee. That's Baby Lee. She has some things to say. Do you want to do the Pete's picks? Baby. Baby Lee. Nothing. She's <laughs> not going to perform. No, I understand. She's not for sale. I get it. She's pure. She's luminous, emptiness. She's beautiful. We're just sitting here on the couch with Baby Lee, and we're recording the intro before we do some Christmassy stuff tonight. Why am I telling you that? Anyway. <laughs> My special Dirty Clean is out. Uh, If you haven't seen it yet, it's on HBO Go, it's on HBO Now, and it's on HBO, just regular HBO, rerunning. I sure hope you can check it out. It means a lot. put a lot of work into it. People are enjoying it, and that means so much to me. Please check it out on HBO. It's called Dirty Clean, my new hour of stand-up. And January 20th, the third season of Crashing is premiering. Uh, I always say this, ratings make a difference. This isn't like a show that I would like you to just like let accumulate and then binge that doesn't help us get a fourth season right baby Lee? Yeah we want to get a fourth season and we need numbers so please watch the show as it airs uh, if you like it and that'll help us continue to make it. Also I'm going to be doing two Largo shows yeah oh my god we're getting some good Lee on this she loves
1: Largo who doesn't?
0: You've been to Largo, baby. Lee. Diggie, 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 diggie. I
1: love you.
0: January 31st and February 27th. Go to Largo-LA.com. Uh, One of those might be a live podcast. I'll keep you posted on that. But they're going to be great shows, regardless or regardless. Um, that's it. Please watch those things. And uh, you know, last-minute holiday idea: get some pizza picks for your friends. This is always a free podcast, as we always say. Yep. <laughs> if you want to show your support of the show, uh, buy a Pete's Pick. That is a great way to, yes, yes, show your support of the show. Um, you guys know these by now. Pete's Picks are products that I absolutely love and swear by and use every single day. The newest one is cachava. Kachava is a plant-based superfood drink uh, smoothie mix that is incredible. It's 100% plant-based. It's got omega-3s from chia seed and flax seed. If you guys remember, we talked about how important getting chia and flax seed in your diet is with Dr. Joel Furman when he did the podcast. It's got eight super fruits. It's got 17 greens and veggies. It's gluten-free. It's soy-free and free of artificial sweeteners and preservatives. It's got digestive support built right in. I know. It's also got 1,000 milligrams of adaptogens, 24 grams of protein, plant-based protein, and nine grams of fiber but here's what makes cachava different from other uh similar protein based smooth superfood smoothie super drinks that might be out there is it's absolutely delicious it has powdered coconut milk in the mix so all you need to do i know is add it to water all of these uh, a lot of these things claim that you can add it to water and it'll taste fine they never do cachava is the only one i found that I bought it to add to my smoothie. Then I realized it is a smoothie. It takes 30 seconds to make. It's a total meal replacement. It's like a meal and a pill. I bring it with me on the road because it's hard to eat healthy on the road. It's hard to get the energy and the boost that I get and feel from superfoods on the road. So I bring it with me. Or when baby Lee is not being so cooperative, she's being so amazing right now and in general. Just an oh, amazing baby. She's, baby. she's a great baby. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sometimes, though, she'll be crying or something. I'm holding her with one hand. I can make cachava with one hand. That's something that I appreciate about it. You don't need a blender. You don't need any any sort of fancy prep. You put two scoops in your favorite shake bottle, <laughs> shake it up with water, and you are good to go. It makes you feel amazing because of the root, because of the cacao. It gets you like a nutrient <laughs> overload high. Yep. You <laughs> no, know you're the best baby. And I want you to try it 20% off your order. Go to cachava, K-A-C-H-A-V-A dot com slash weird. You'll get 20% off. Now she's eating her baba. Let's put some cachava (laughs) in We'll grow her real long. (laughs) Let's see how long we can get this thing. (laughs) She's already very long. Uh, The other uh, wonderful pizza pick here is Alpha Brain. You guys know this. Alpha Brain is a nootropic. It's earth-grown ingredients that your brain feeds on to perform at its optimal performance it's not a stimulant like caffeine or coffee it's not like that it doesn't get you jittery it gives your brain the nutrients it needs the food that it needs to think to concentrate to focus and to remember for the past four years i before stand up before podcasts before writing a script um, i've always taken two or three alpha brain 15 minutes before you feel it kick in again not in a jittery way in a way that you just find it easier to focus Easier to concentrate, man. I wish I had Alpha Brain back in college. I always feel that way. I know, baby Lee. Um, and the best way to do it is to try it. Um, go to Alpha Brain. I'm sorry. Go to Onnit. dot weird, and use. Uh, isn't there a promo? No, there's no promo code. There's no promo code. You just go to that website. They have some other wonderful things on there. MCT oil, uh, New Mood, which I was swearing by. I got really, really burnt out. So I started taking on its new mood as well. Try a lot of their products. They're all amazing. Alpha Brain is my favorite, but they, they have a whole stable. Go to Onnit.com slash weird and give it a try. The third and final one is Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. I also take this every single day. I just did a podcast with Conan. I did Conan's new podcast. As I got out of the car, a couple drops of the Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. I get the Everyday Advance. It's the strongest one. You can literally just take a couple drops of it. And it just makes me a little bit looser, a little bit more silly, a little bit more playful, a little bit quicker to laugh, a little bit quicker to smile. Takes some of that stress and that tension out of my shoulders and my body. Helps me uh, focus uh, and not stress about over-looping thoughts or anything. It's just a wonderful overall wellness hack that I use every single day. Um, it ha- uh, what, what do I normally say about Charlotte's Web? Um, <laughs> oh! Helps me sleep, helps me relax. This is all anecdotal. This is what it does for me. Lowers my anxiety. And like I said, it just gives me a healthy, happy glow that I swear by. They make it from the hemp plant, but they use science to remove the THC and leave in the body and brain beneficial CBD, giving you that wonderful, uh, all those wonderful benefits without getting you stoned or high or anything like that. Um, it's legal in all 50 states. I want you to try it. They also make bombs, hemp-infused bombs that are wonderful for aches and pains and sometimes headaches. I'll put it on my forehead. Go to cwhemp.com slash weird. You'll get 10% off your order and use promo code KEEPITCRISPY. Uh, that's it. Try some Kachava, Try some Alpha Brain. Try some Charlotte's Web. Or maybe get some of those for your friends for uh, the holidays. And please watch Dirty Clean on HBO. Please watch Crashing on January 20th. And please come to Largo on January 31st. And in the meantime, enjoy Donnie, our wonderful chat here, and have a wonderful holiday. We'll, we'll see you guys in the new year. Anything to add baby legs?: Can you say get into it? Say get into it. Wookie, 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 wookie. Oh, she's so cute. What do you got? Yeah, get into it. She, oh, now she's crying. Now she's crying. Okay, make the cachava. Make the cachava. Boil some water. <laughs> Enjoy. I, you noticed the kettle bell. Yeah, right down there. And I was gonna say, oh, well, I did say. That's a good joke. I'm gonna say it again. Hey, please. I don't know if you can tell by looking at me. Oh, but you don't seem that sturdy. No, but I don't work out. Oh,
1: you don't work out?
0: Yeah. You don't remember the joke. It was two seconds ago, Don. <laughs> it
1: really
0: hurts my feeling.
1: I mean, I was taking everything in, you know. I it's know. So it's much overwhelming. To take in. It's
0: overwhelming.
1: But I, I'm not surprised that you have one. But can I tell you why I have one? Because I know
0: you play tennis. I just got done. Uh, it looks like you, I, every time I see you, you look like you just got done playing tennis. I always did. And I mean that in a good way. I don't know. You look vibrant. Oh, that's good. You look with it. Nice. You look healthy. Thanks. What do? I, what is the joke
1: I always say about you? You're so earnest, sincere, <laughs> sincere. I always look. Yeah, I'm always sincere. That's what you say. That's what you think. <laughs> Which is so funny because clearly
0: you're not just like some sincere like country guy. No, <laughs> but you could play one on TV, maybe. Or you know what you really are? Is you're sort oh, of yes. like a New York like a sweetie. A lot a of you York think I'm from New York. Yeah, because you got Brooklyn. a New York. You got like an '80s movie. Like you're in an '80s movie and you're the sweet guy in the high school oh
1: i thought you were gonna
0: say like an 80s movie like a cop no way man i wouldn't if you were in a cop's outfit i would laugh in your face (laughs) (laughs) not that's just to say you don't have that vibe you're too sweet oh that's
1: nice Mm -hmm. i mean i could probably be an animal though you know you mean like while out on somebody yeah i could freak out on someone
0: yeah you know what if you were a cop i'd be like what gear does this guy have that he's
1: not showing us i would be activated i'd freak yeah i could freak out no because
0: you're so mild not my, not bad, Miles. No, no, no. I'll tell ta- You I know like there's it. no judgment. I should no, always no, no. say these things up top. 1. I love seeing you. <laughs> 2. It's so nice already. You're so funny. You're like a true talent. Damn, thank you. 3. I sincerely mean this. This is the Donnie Davinian interview before you're huge. People are going to listen oh, to this. take it easy. Now. I don't want to get you too in your head, but they're going to be like, "Oh fuck." He talked to him before the,
1: the Slappy nappy pilot or whatever it
0: is that, you, that you're going to blow up with. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. Well, that's almost hard for if me to you handle. Were a stock, so nice. I know.
0: If you were a stock, I would buy stock. Really? Oh, yeah. Damn. That
1: DVN? Depends.
0: Divinian? Devonian. Devonian, I say Divinian. Please, keep going. Because I want to get it out there that you're great and how to say your
1: name wrong. I've never said Devonian. It's Divinian. That's what everyone thinks. Okay, let's... It's cor- Devonian. Devonian? It's D-I-V-A-N. Oh, man. I-A-N. I'm embarrassed. Wait, you said Divinian, D-I-V-I-N. That would be... Yeah.
0: I'm gotta- sorry. Well, we got it on it's the no record. Part. But we captured a real life one of those. Absolutely. From, so, so you know it's not personal. Someone who's buttering your bread still
1: said your name wrong. Devonian. Cooler really, name. It doesn't bother me. Nothing bothers you, Captain. All nah, right, now I'm feeling good. I just got in playing tennis. Which Starbucks got a coffee cake and a coffee? Actually, still got some here. The only cake made for a beverage. God, I love coffee cake. Coffee cake's great. It's my number one favorite. Easy. Favorite dessert. What did you say though? I think I stopped. I thought you said it's my number one favorite. Easy. Oh, it's my number one favorite. Easy. (laughs) Oh. Long. See, this is what I'm talking about.
0: Like, so I just interviewed Fred Armisen. Right here. No kidding. And he has that same quality that you have, which is you just being you is super funny. Damn. Like, you just say, I know, but this should be out there.
1: I mean, I can't... This needs to be
0: out there. People need to know. (laughs) People need to know. I love Donnie Devonian.
1: Damn, that's just... that's so. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Genuinely, it's, it's hard to handle, you know? I appreciate it. Well, I didn't want to freak you out, but... Drink your, have a a sip. That made me
0: anxious. You held it up and then you didn't. I know,
1: this Christmas (laughs) plan. See? Katie, right? He's funny. I was thinking about. He's just funny. (laughs) 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 Oh, this is my best piece, by the way. Piece? My best item of clothing. (laughs) And I wore it today. I was like, I got to take this. For your tennis or for the podcast? Well, I wore it to tennis also, just to do a little warm up. It's a long sleeve sweater, zip up. Right. It's Kind of a nice material. It's like kind of. I a, want to touch it. Yeah, soft. you offered it. Very it's, soft. I just feel good in this thing, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to wear it. And- you
0: play tennis? Well, this is. Let me tell you the kettlebell thing because it's so brief. Please. I kept hurting my shoulder. This left shoulder. Mm-hmm. I went to a like a physical therapist person, and they were like. You have no muscle in your shoulder. Like she was touching my shoulders, <laughs> she was like, "See how there's like a little bulge here on your right. You have no bulge on oh, the left. Like I just had no the and left I was, side only." So I, I, she was a physical therapist, and she was helping me with it. And I and she was like, "You need to fucking start working it out." And then on it, our friends at On It, because I, I promote Alpha Brain. Oh sweet! And New Mood, other products that they make that I love. And they sent us a care package, and there was a kettlebell in there. I took it home, and I started just lifting, just like this. I know you know, because you work the fuck out. I just started lifting just my left arm, just the problem area. I don't go to the gym, and you know what, Don? What's up? I haven't heard it since. You're feeling stronger? I've been doing it for months, but I only only do one exercise, and it's on my only... Just the left side? Just the left side. That is... I'm just trying to get it up to normal. Uh, I'm not trying to get strong. I'm trying to get it to catch up with the right arm that does everything.
1: Did you show your uh, physical therapist? I
0: haven't been back to her. Are you but you excited boy, to go back? I would, but I won't go back to her because I'm not, it's fine. You're done now. I used to hurt it all the time. I told Kumel, and he was like, we're getting older. That's just how it is. And I was like, uh, is
1: it? That's what people say, but who knows? I think you could beat it.
0: None of us have ever died before. Damn. Prove that we die. Oof. Oof.
1: I definitely can't. <laughs> you play tennis though. I do. Yeah. How did you? Didn't you play pro? No, I played in college, and what I taught it? for years after. You taught. Yeah, I didn't try to play on the tour. I could see you with like a cucumber water.
0: A cucumber water. Yeah, you got cucumber. You're at a country club. There's cucumber water on the su- on the you're court. You're sort of the cute ball boy. <laughs> uh- <laughs> You're, like, the, like, young, like, you're the piece-of-ass ball boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that inappropriate? No, I mean, saying, I, I'll take it. In a I don't movie, I, I would it. write you as, the like, the piece-of-ass ball boy. Like, you're talking, like, as a kid? Like a, no, like a no, 12-year-old? now, because I'm, oh I'm imagining everybody at the country club's in their 50s.
1: Oh, I would love to So, like, to be you're, a like, a young, young,
0: you're the young piece.
1: Oh, my God. I okay, I'm glad. That, I, I, yeah, I didn't offend you. Oh, not at all. Are you kidding me? Tell me what it's really like. I, I freaking love that. <laughs> wait, wait, what about your shoulder real quick? quick um do you, what about carrying your baby doesn't that get it strong i bet it will get it on the left side yeah get her on that left side do you feel any more power up there like do you feel like it's like tighter
0: you do i'll tell you what you do with the baby and i really want to bring it back to you but you bounce on a yoga ball a lot so my core is getting some stuff damn <laughs> you are fun it's key, dude, fun. the core. You got to get your core. Your core. You need your core. Why didn't anyone tell us that your core is, like, is how you don't fall down? It's, I don't know why they don't. Somebody, but, somebody was just like, work your core. And you're like, fuck your core. You can't even see
1: your core. But it's, you can see when you fall down. And don't neglect the <laughs> lower back. That's right. I guess it's part of it.
0: My dad sat on our yoga ball and just fucking ate it. Did he really? That is so my dad. It's so dad, (sighs) is that he saw all of us, me, my wife. I think maybe my mom sat on it once, but you know you have to engage your core when you sit on a yoga ball. Yeah. I don't think my dad's ever felt his core. He's had a few cores in his day. (laughs) Core's beers? core's original. But uh, he, he sat on it and he fucking ate it. Ooh. It was terrible, and he he inside? He fell into the electronics area, which oh. is if you're scripting it, maybe the funniest area to go. There's all these wires. Oh. There's a Super Nintendo. Is he tall? He's tall, but you okay. know, he fell, and then he was small. Is he working on his core? My dad. You know what he said when he got up? He goes, "I fall a lot." He's he old. That? They're old as f. That's sweet though. As f. <laughs> so tell me, how do you what? What do you like about? Why, what's a good question about tennis? I should oh. ask you. Dude, Why did, did you get into it? I love
1: it? playing tennis, man. I just like go. I, How do you find it? Because
0: it's like a, it's not a sport. Basketball courts are everywhere. Yeah, baseball fields are second.
1: Tennis, there, there's some courts out there if you look. Public parks. There's a bunch of Griffith Park courts that are free during the day. You know, really on, not on the weekend, but okay during the week. Uh, during but the week. I started in Turlock, Ben. I was a kid, you know, and where. In Turlock, California. Oh, that's where I'm from. You know. Okay, even it's though like, you look like a cop from Staten Island. Oh, dude, I would love to be a cop in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> <What's it? laughs>
0: that's your movie. While we talk, we're going to figure out the perfect Donnie. And what is the guy that you work with? Corey. I, Corey. I, what's his last name? Lukosic. So fucking funny. You He's guys hilarious. are amazing. I would buy a ticket today to see a movie where you guys are cops.
1: Damn, I would love that. Remember that? There was an eighties movie with like Billy Crystal and some other guy. I think they're mm. cops.
0: Oh, really? I think. I don't know. I never Canadians saw it. As cops can go either way. You know, it's not a guarantee. Damn. I'm but I think fine. you guys could pull it off.
1: Maybe what is the, the name of your group? Undercover. The Dress Up Gang. The Dress Up Gang. It's me, Corey, and Rob Boardman. Don't bring Rob into this. I hate to, but I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so you started playing tennis in, uh, in California, where I, you're from. Yep. Central California, just north of Fresno. I'd say about an hour and 25 minutes, you know, north of Fresno. Yeah, my in-laws town. live in Fresno. Oh, do they really? Yeah. And... Let's see. I, yeah, I was playing all the other sports. When Why I, a did you kid. get into it? How did they sell
0: it to you? Agassi, you're
1: too, you're oh, too young. To well, Agassi cheating. was my favorite later. You know, uh huh. You know, as he started. You know, McEnroe? Oh, that's before my time. Yeah, but people for thought because sure. I wear a headband all the time that they always call me McEnroe.
0: Really? Always. And because you're losing your shit.
1: I don't freak you on the. Freak? I'm v- I'm pretty composed on the court. I bet you are. You.
0: <laughs> and he winked. You can't see, but he
1: <laughs> winked. <laughs> I'm this calm. is what I'm talking about. Well, if I have to, yeah, you have. Sometimes you have to get passionate. You got to get it in, so you can be competitive. Yeah, you can find it.
0: You got to. You can dig in your heels. Oh yeah, and hit with force. Oh, dude. and you want to humiliate your opponent a little bit. You just coil... you want to see them run and miss it oh, by a long that's the shot. Best.
1: You got to coil your uh, coil your hips. Oof, uncoil them. Uncoil your hips? Just rotate that body, <laughs> and just unload on some shots. When you got her, you got her. You cannot hold back or be tentative. Oh my god! So you—that's what always. I am thirty-nine, and I've only in the past
0: couple of years admitted to myself that I am deeply competitive. Yeah, but I because part of my competitive style was telling people that I wasn't competitive. But sports are competitive overtly. Yeah, like you have to like want. That you you have a good sense of sportsmanship where you're like it's not the person it's the
1: opponent yeah
0: like you're able to separate that
1: yeah and for Tenet, for me at least when I'm playing sports like I just want to it's against myself too you know you want to play your best you're, you're
0: so you're really trying to be better than Donnie was yesterday yes
1: but not I mean this is back when I played more I mean now I'm playing more for fun you know I used to play in college and for fucking in tournaments wins. And yeah then you're trying to win but I'm not that com- I mean I'm so, are you competitive board games and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's actually what what helped me notice. Like Val was like, you say you're not competitive, but if you play – like we'll play something stupid. My friend John Leland made up this game called Five Second Animal uh-huh. where you just draw animals. Uh-huh. Um, and you only have five seconds. So you go like snake and everyone – you think it's a long time, but it's really quick. Right. And then the person blindly judges which one's the best. And even with something as stupid as that, I'd be like, mine is clearly <laughs> – I'm the only one that got the tongue. Like I'm that person. Right. Because I think that's funny. Like I'm, I'm not losing myself. I think it's funny to like insist. Yeah, yeah. But, but she's like, first of all, it's not always funny, and second of all, you're competitive. So are you that way
1: with board games? Oh no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. It depends if somebody is like really getting into it, and they're like kind of like boasting a little bit. Then you want to crush them quietly. <laughs> you know. So if I was in a bad way. <laughs> You would want to crush me quietly. <gasps> it's not that I want to crush you. I don't even want you to feel bad. I just... But you want to get it. I just want to humble you. You want to humble no, me? No, I don't even know if that's no, true. I'd have to think about that.
0: true. I think it is true. I, I guess think that's it's probably... Good. That's
1: definitely part of it, probably. I think it's great. And it just motivates you a little bit, you know?
0: Especially, like, you're not a blowhard, so to take down the loud spittle flying from my mouth, oh, I'm not yelling about-, <laughs> about my koala bear is the best koala bear, that's not always. It's just when it gets away from me. Did you guys draw a giraffe? Giraffe's a good one. Did you? I mean, yeah. I mean, you run out of animals pretty quickly. Oh, really? Yeah. You're not doing aardvarks and all that. I think aardvark might get in really? there. And then you realize that you don't know what a lot of animals look like.
1: Yeah, that's that true. You
0: kind of do. Like that's an armadillo hu- or an aardvark. Like, you're going to probably draw pretty similar things. Yeah. But it doesn't matter.
1: That's a- Like, it's little
0: details. For me, if it's fish, you, you want to get a couple bubbles there. You know, like, he's underwater. And so your wife... <laughs>
1: That's a that's a nice detail actually.
0: That's that's what I'm going for. I'm going for those nice details. But you know what? a detail. It's good. But but I want to be clear. I'm not always that way. I'm not always like. I don't always lose it. I lose it more like cards against humanity. Okay. Especially if I think mine is super 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 funny. Right. And they don't pick it. You're protective. I'll be a little bit upset.
1: And what? And did your wife like bring this
0: up to you? Well, that, that's what hel- – she was helping me come to terms with the fact okay. that she's – like, you always say you're not competitive. Of course I'm competitive. Stand-ups are competitive. Like, right. we are. We want to kill hard. We want to kill harder. We want to – We want to make it hard to follow you. Like, there's, like, this weird part of you – like, I would always say I'm not competitive, but then I would always be like, oh, I buried him. Like, some guys right. – especially like you, somebody's being a big dipshit backstage and uh- – <laughs> being cock of the walk and then you go out and you do really well and then they can't and then they can't like i'm not proud of that but there is a part of me that delights in that humbling i think it's understandable (laughs) and people have humbled me it's all in the game absolutely and tell me about tennis so you like that uh you like those types of dynamics
1: yeah yeah i I just in tennis that you just want to yeah you just want to play your best i i don't i don't i'm not like where does that come from every now and then i mean it's it's, there's so many case-to-case situations here it's like in tennis, as a junior, you know, you're calling your own line. So if somebody... Hit, what does that mean? It's like uh, if they hit a ball on my side near the line, it's, you have to, it's an honor uh, code. I call it out and now it's my point or it's in. I or if see. you can't, sometimes it's so hard to tell. So if, I, if you feel like someone's cheating or hooking, as they say. Hooking. Hooking is. That's, I some, love, that's some nice tennis jargon. Again,
0: I love jargon. <laughs> it's one of the reasons I got obsessed with poker. I just wanted to know the terms for things. I was like, ah, the rake. Like, I just love knowing. I don't even know what that is. The rake is the percentage the casino takes. Ooh, that's yeah. nice. So you just go, ugh, ugh. You're like the rake. The rake? Yeah. How it's like s- how the casino wins five percent every every pot. I like
1: that. Isn't that good? Yeah. The word's so far from what I ever would have thought. Right. But they're raking it, raking those chips. I away. thought it was going to be like laying them across. Yeah. Just three cards. Oh, Wait, is it God, Texas Hold'em? Is that you
0: playing? Well, the rake would would be for any poker game, I believe.
1: If somebody, you could be, you could be playing
0: Omaha. Omaha. Oh. <laughs> Omaha seven cards, is it? and you play your best five. Oh dear! Yeah, it's it's overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> you said, "Oh dear! <laughs> oh my God! What a delight! This is today's Saturday, but it feels like Sunday, man." Today's hey, a good you, day, man. You're a Sunday. It's a good day. <laughs> I love it. So Hoking. when they're when they're hooking,
1: when when they're hooking, then it's like you get just more activated. You know what I'm saying, Pete? Oh yeah get charged up you know you're just because you know they're being a a dumb shit yeah there's and there's attitude you know just how they call the score just little things like that are you picking up on things like how they're walking back
0: to their position like just a little like strut i'm picking up on that
1: (laughs) you bet your ass i am (laughs) and sometimes this is like very specific showboating (laughs) showboating because tennis is
0: very gentlemanly or gentle ladyly generally you're supposed to be it's supposed to be like one of those Country club sports shake, where people are nice. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. shake right. hands after it's the like match. Polo,
1: but you know it gets it gets a little heated. It gets wild out there. You so know?
0: tell me, tell me what sets you off? You oh were well, about to tell me.
1: I remember playing this one kid where he like hit when he it's my serve, you know, and so he'll hit the balls to me, you know, and I he'll hit he him served. off to the side. Your serve means you're serving. I'm serving, yeah, but it's like uh, if we, the play the point before, like the ball landed on his side. Oh, he's hitting you let's the just ball. Just say I hit a forehand winner down the line. He's giving you the ball. Yeah, just hand it, just toss me the ball so I can. Like a catcher might throw it to the pitcher. It, that is a very precise example. <laughs> <laughs> that just did a it's lot to me. <laughs> pa-
0: it's not part of the game, but still the ball <laughs> is in play. <laughs> it is, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. That is a really good example and very. It's like you had it on deck ready. It was very quick. Um, Unbelievable. If you want to take a lap appreciating me, I'm always down. Oh, (laughs) I hope to do it again. I really do. Keep going. This punk. (laughs) (laughs) He would would hit it purposely, and I know, because I know he has control. (laughs) Off to, like, one side of the court, and just... Yes, he's got control. He can do it during the game. He knows what to do, yeah. He knows what he's doing. And Donnie's a couple standing of steps, up. It is subtle, but it's not subtle enough. You know, I know. Boom. And then he hit the second one over here. Okay, then it's a couple steps over here He's to get making it. you walk for it. Yeah, he's making me move out of my comfort zone. Probably trying on some level, whether he's conscious or not, trying to irritate me.
0: That's right. Do you think the coach might tell him? Like, is there a term for that? Make him step. Make him hop step. <laughs> do a little hop left <sighs> and right. Hop step? Cause, Actually, Because in step. basketball, they say don't give it to a guy when he's in rhythm. Right. Right? Because if you oh. keep... He's on that spot in the court. That's where he's good. So go. That was good. Donnie. Was oh, good. we're going to take a lap? That was decent. I mean... <laughs> it wasn't as I'm good not, as the I'm other not one. not going as much, but Yeah, it was but good. we liked it. But I'm wondering if there, there must be... If you're planted in your favorite spot on the court, like from where you're serving from, you must have a sweet spot, and he's trying to get you off of it. I
1: applaud your overall thesis here, <laughs> it, which is like... It's like you try to... They, they, if you are in a rhythm, for example, like they'll try to take more time. You get thirty seconds between points. Oh, so they'll try to they'll try to freeze you out a little bit, just get you off your rhythm a little bit. Isn't that
0: weird that the human animal can get in a rhythm? That there's a metronome sort of feel. I, certainly, your heartbeat is rhythmic, but there's something internal going on where you're like. I can do this. I, I'm a machine. I have momentum right keep now. Keep hitting balls to me. Boom, I'm in
1: the zone. Yeah, the zone. You're going to take me out of the zone? I would
0: love the Please science don't. of the zone by Donnie Devonian. Dude, I could write that. The science of the zone. Damn, that is such a mystery, though. Why? Isn't it cool? Why and how it's amazing. Why, you, why is the animal just like, keep giving this to me It to a beat? Like, give it to me in a beat. And it I is can be weird, right. yeah. Because it's muscular memory, I guess. I guess so, yeah. And you're breaking it. But the muscle memory...
1: Has a timing to I, it? I don't know. You're like unconscious or something?
0: Yeah, you're unconscious. And boom. you, when he, so he might take that 30 seconds to hit the ball back and he's trying to make you conscious.
1: That's, yes. He's trying to put you in your head. Yes. Whether he knows it or not, yes.
0: It's like when I, I went driving golf balls one day and I was doing great. I had beginner's luck because I was no mind, I wasn't thinking about right. it. Then as soon as I started thinking about all the things that could go wrong, I could, you know, slice it this way and hit somebody. Oh, yeah. I stopped being good. Isn't that crazy? It just... It's like stand-up. It's like anything. It's For like when sure. I didn't want to over-compliment you at the top, it was like, I don't want to put you in your head. That's nice of you. I didn't want you to think about the fact that we're doing a podcast in the same way that you don't want to think about that you're serving.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's Ooh, good. Kasha. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's just right what, what do you got? Um the one I was oh th- a decent player would do to get me out of my rhythm yeah. if you're in the zone you're playing someone who's in the zone a good player like you know any any of the you know pros would do this or anything you're gonna like mix up your shots during the point you know that's a mix up your shots that's What's a healthy the way well well like during you're playing a point like, one, one session of hitting yeah the ball one back rally forth, ba- like, like I serve it you return it we get in a rally boom yep, forehand yep. down line backhand cross it's like <laughs> 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 cucumber <for> water <laughs> I never drink cucumber water, though I did have like this orange slice was in a water the other day. It was absolutely... I, I don't usually right. care for it that much, but it was really good.
0: I like a, a slice of orange submerged in a tank of ice water. That's what it is. A That's tank. what you want.
1: That looks beautiful. Too. I want
0: orange in a tank. I want lemon on the side.
1: What about cantaloupe?
0: Get that fucking shit out of here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, cantaloupe in the water is good. I want it submerged in the tank, though. Damn, it looks good. So during the point, what a good player will do to get you off your rhythm...
1: I'm not going to, okay, this guy's in the zone on his forehand, for example. I'm not going to just keep hitting it in the same height and, and uh, pace to his forehand so he can just keep teeing off on it. You know, I'm going to go yeah. high, moon ball him, hit a low slice. moonball him. Hit him short, hit him deep. You know, just get him out of the rhythm, you know, during a point. You don't want him to get comfy and be like, this is this three
0: feet that I walk back and forth from and, and just cram balls back at this guy. Exactly. You want to be like, here's, it's like pitching, right? Yeah. You, the change up. I, I know all this from video games, by the way. Do you? The changeup is the slow pitch that you throw right. because the pitch, the batter's so used to crack, cracking on fastballs, so then you're like, hey, asshole, here's a really slow one. <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's, perfect- That's such a funny-
1: <laughs> I think it's a great example, I got to tell you.
0: Yeah, it's such a funny concept in sports that every once in a while, you basically do a bad, deliberately bad hit. Like, here you go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, nice and high. High. Yeah, it doesn't look good. You it's know. lofty. It's wobbling.
0: Yeah. And you did it because you're the best. You're imitating the worst. Exactly. To be the best. In the right context. That's right. That's awesome. So Team That's nice. This guy, the guy that was, uh you said that would hold the ball for 30 seconds, but then he was also hitting the ball back to you to serve and he was making you move yeah like a little disrespect
1: yeah i usually go with the like the pace of the match like it's at the server's pace so if i'm serving he might tie his shoe a little long you know what i mean some yeah. people take bathroom breaks oh my god you do technically god. get a bathroom break or an injury break if, if you sustain there's an injury. no bathroom breaks in tennis <laughs> there's two in fact you get two i think in the pros you get two i think so bathroom breaks i believe well, you got so. all that
0: cantaloupe water coursing oh. through your veins
1: Dude, I'm so hydrated right now. But
0: that way... Are you?
1: Yeah, I've been drinking a lot of water. I now. don't
0: fuck around with that. Do you? Vegetarians, vegans get a lot more kidney stones. You got to drink a lot of fucking water.
1: <sighs> I feel like I never drink enough.
0: Drink a liter before you start your day. There's a pro tip.
1: By like... Oh, before you leave your house? Just before you eat anything. get Get the system going. Damn, I'm always hitting coffee. Yeah,
0: it's not terrible, but I mean...
1: I know, no, I think you're right you start on the with money. Some coffee.
0: But I you, mean, start with some water. What am I giving you health tips? You're are you like drinking so healthy. Flat water or seltzer water? I go, I start with flat. Seltzer's my evening drink. Oh, that's you good. want to hear something so fucking lame. Oh, so please. I stopped drinking, and now I'm like a lame. I I don't know if it's lame, but you're like, ooh, I'm going to treat myself. Bubbly water. Oh, but the human animal is this fucking dumbass. Yeah, and you give it something different, and it goes, this is my treat. It's just water and gas you that's dumb strange. shit i'm talking to my body you thought
1: this was special you dumb shit it's so relative you know your body's like well that's what melanie to told melanie doesn't
0: drink and he was like at night you just want to do something different he's like have one little piece of chocolate have a tea have something that's, that marks the end of the day Ooh. and i was like that for me was alcohol Yeah. Because alcohol makes it like you can't drive now. You can't really do... I couldn't do stand-up. I couldn't do much. So you'd just be like, well, I guess I'm in. Just close it out. Why not just tell yourself, I'm in? Like, it's a boundary with yourself. Just be like, no, I'm in charge here and I'm in. Someone calls. I don't have to be drunk. I can just be like, I'm in. I'm in for the night. Sorry. I got my seltzer water. (laughs) (laughs) A little piece of dark chocolate. I got a little... I got one square of dark chocolate. I'm rock and roll, baby. (laughs) i'm like ozzy osbourne in his 60s
1: damn i respect One chocolate Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what you were saying though what were yeah. you gonna say just
1: then i like milk chocolate better
0: i'm way not, better i like a dark chocolate i like milk chocolate way better but okay. of course it's king of the chocolates for a reason is it really yeah i think when most people say they like chocolate they mean milk chocolate dark chocolate t- is more like a coffee experience
1: mm yeah, I, I recognize that.
0: But I don't really fuck with milk. In fact, that was the beginning of my veganism. Uh, that, I, uh, And we're not going to talk about that. People hate talking about that. But right. I was just like, I think it's interesting you don't think of there being an animal product in a Kit Kat. You just don't. Because right. candy is so like, it's candy. Right. Just like made, it's like sh- they put sugar in a big metal tin. They whip it real fast. And you've got Skittles. Right. And there are a lot of vegan candies like that. But then a lot of them, they're like, and then we take the hoof of a horse or something <laughs> and milk from a thousand cows mixed yeah. up into your Kit Kat. It's just, that, they, I'm not saying that's gross. I'll eat a Kit Kat. I, I'm a bad vegan. Right. Every yeah. once in a while, I'll have a Kit Kat or something in the movies. But that's what made me start th- considering what was in my food, if right. that makes sense. So you were saying, the guy's winding you up. That's when Donnie Devanian gets really competitive.
1: It, it, you start to get a little more. As I and said, how do you that, do that? Uh, now you're going to hit with a little more aggression? Yeah, but you gotta, you don't want to be too emotional. You've know? you got to stay composed. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, you know, I would play tennis just to have you coach. Me. Oh, I'll, I'll yeah. We can go hit any time. Oh my god, I would love I would to teach. Love you. I would love to teach this body some tennis. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> you got the right tall guy. You, good, six, I got good oh, yeah. reach. Yeah, good reach. Great for the serve. Big, big. You know, big serve. Big serve. Big forehand. Yeah, I think I remember being okay at serving. Yeah, damn, that'd be great to get you on the <laughs> court, man. I'm looking at your body. I'm looking yes. at your. He's the length, the distance between your shoulder and your elbow—that's nice. Yeah, and you know I work out one of these shoulders. Oh, dude, I think it's the left. <laughs> dude, I want to see that thing later. By the that way, that is hilarious. You, but you—you you don't seem like you don't. It's, you're, I can see you working out easy. Yeah, it's the one
0: thing that's missing.
1: Really? You know what I mean? You work out well. I play tennis mostly. A little hiking. That's here pretty and there. good. That's pretty. good. Oh, I just got some resistance bands. Those are nice.
0: That's what I was doing before the kettlebell.
1: I—it's just so boring. Yeah, I guess so. I could see I that. used to love
0: playing racquetball.
1: Oh, racquetball is really fun. Super fun. I
0: love it. I need something that's like, and surfing. I like surfing. Oh, really? Yeah. But I, I haven't been in ages. I don't. But well, something where it's like, if you don't do well, you might die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you don't paddle out, you can't surf. But I can't just get on a machine that's like a paddle machine.
1: Oh, Oh, I uh, and see.
0: Apologies yeah. to people that are listening to this as they're on some monotonous. We're also next to my elliptical, so I, oh. I'll do that occasionally. Oh, that's good. Wait, what was the last thing you were saying? We were talking about how you you get competitive. Don't get aggression. Don't get emotion. Oh yeah, you
1: composed. Yeah, you just don't. You just want. I mean, if anything, well, you don't want
0: to be on tilt. That's right. It's a poker term. Like if you have balance? a big if you have a big l- loss, the next hand you might be betting aggressively, and a player will say, "Well, he's on tilt."
1: Ooh, now that that's nice jargon i love jargon dude i want to come up on some jargon right now get, hit us with some jargon what? well i'm gonna sprinkle it throughout when it comes out yeah i'm not gonna like so on demand you want to so you're upset pace it out you you just you just gotta you just don't get too emotional and you just stay composed and you're like all right i just don't want to miss now right. you know i don't want to miss or i'm gonna go after his weakness or you know right. i mean hopefully you can think such clarity during the do you match know their too.
0: weakness before you start playing them
1: it uh, depends, maybe who I'm playing. And in college, you in, might be like, yeah, because you know that you know your opponent probably. I'm cause playing probably, Tuck. Uh, everyone knows Tuck's weak on the right. Tuck is his first name. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know Tuck plays tennis. What's his last name? Holdson. <laughs> Tuck,
1: Tuck Holdson. Holdson. I wonder if anyone's got that name in real life.
0: Gave it a goog. <laughs> <laughs> When you write for TV, you have things like that where they're like, the name Tuck Holson didn't clear. There's a senator or something. You're just like, wow. oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought I made it up. That's ridiculous. Uh, what I'm interested in here is you're talking about energy, right? Mm-hmm. So even negative energy, you're angry. Mm-hmm. And then the athlete's job and also often the comedian's job and yeah. just the human being's job is to take something that could be distracting, frustration or anger, right? yeah. and dole it out. Yes. Right. So in, in, a, in my career, I can think of times when somebody just kept beating me for things. And I wouldn't necessarily take it out on them. It was more like you said, you're playing with yourself. Right. But you can take that frustration and try to alchemize it into something positive. It would make me perform more. It would make me like go out more. Like I'd do more mics or I'd, right. or I'd write more because you're down. And that's good. Uh, absolutely. When you're up, you're trying to manufacture the feeling of being down to motivate yourself. God, that's so true. So yeah. I, I've seen successful people just be like, you got to stay relevant or whatever. Like, why Why is, you know, I don't know what Kevin Hart's doing, but I mean, like, he's on top of his game and he's still making a million things. I wonder what how he makes a synthetic. Oh my, people still think, maybe it's like short jokes. He's like, I'm going to make them <laughs> eat their words or whatever it is, you know? Right. Because we all have to get a little bit angry. To stay in, yeah, I suppose
1: it's good for motivation, you know, <clears throat> right? Damn, so you, it pushes you, yeah, it pushes you to you, get harder. Do
0: you experience that? So, t- t- I'm interested in your comedy journey. Mm-hmm. Somebody recently was asking me, like, how do you make sketch videos? How do you like break in? Mm-hmm. And I realized I was giving them advice to do what you've done. Oh, nice! Which I was like lo fi dialogue-driven. It's not like meaning. It's not like the Terminator robot. In like a judge's wig, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's not that, and it's not like super niche or something. You found a voice in your in your stand up and in your sketch acting, and you found a partner that really complements that really well. Mm-hmm. And then you just started. Well, you tell me what you did. Did you start uploading them?
1: Yeah, yeah. We just like started making. Well, we how st- did you meet too? Oh, we met in San Francisco doing stand up. Me and Corey. So and, you just okay yeah, and were you keeping your eye out for somebody? Well, I knew him, him and Rob, w- which they went to school Don't together. Mention Rob. I hate to bring up Rob, but you know, I know <laughs> right? uh, they went to school together growing up, and so they were making some videos on their own. And I was a film major in college, and I, I was ma- I made videos, and I wanted to make more, so we joined up. So you
0: started in college, yeah. So you sort of knew the the basics of like editing and shooting.
1: Yeah, it was actually really little in college because uh, at, at our in our major it was like. Just a ton of writing and, like, critical writing, you know? Okay. Not so, comedy writing? Uh No, no. It was all, like, you know, essays and mm-hmm. critical thinking. And there was some production classes, but they are also hard to get into. So I didn't make that much in college, but I made some stuff on my own. We linked up. We started making videos. And we made... So you, what did you see in him that you were like... I know this sounds kind of stupid, no, but I think
0: what's confusing... Like, my brother, for example, is new to LA mm-hmm. and he wants to make sketches and oh, yeah. I realized what I did was I, I found Matt McCarthy and I found Orin is is Rob your Orin? I keep yeah. joking I don't know Rob yeah
1: yeah uh, me, Corey, and Rob write everything together create everything edit together Rob directs on set that's what Orin is so yeah. Rob is your Orin yeah and I, I told my brother, I was like, look, it took six years
0: for me to find Orin. Yeah. Was it hard for you to find these people? And were you super stoked when you
1: did? I wasn't looking for him, but I was stoked. And we just, we, we didn't, I didn't know and how it was going to go. just playing live tennis. You don't know. Who you're knows? Just hitting the balls that come at you. Just trying to go with it, you know? Go with the flow. Is it true you didn't
0: overthink it? Like, you didn't have, like, a, a scheme?
1: No, 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 not at all. Because we, cause we, we were doing, you know, just doing stand-up. And then, uh, oh, you know, let's make one video together, you know? So we made one video and yeah, see how it went. You're another one, another driven. one. driven snow. More and more and just more. Made we made a video. And
0: then the- Who wrote the first one?
1: Uh, the first one, they had they had an idea to do this, like, two-minute video or three-minute video we did.
0: That's the other key. Yeah. Short.
1: Yeah, well, well we- Short and a lot of them. Yeah, but, you know, good. we did make a lot of longer ones that were probably not very accessible or, you know, viewable online because sure, sure. they were kind of longer and a little bit slower. You know, our pace is a little bit sometimes yeah, slower. Of course. And then once we stumbled on the one, the show you're talking about that we ended up selling, which is like, you know, a couple years later, we made a one-off that we, we liked the characters in the world. So we just kept making, we made another one, another one, another one, you know, like five to seven minutes about each one of those. And yeah. then... And you're just uploading them though. Yeah, we just put them can on. I, I mean, YouTube or Facebook. I'm going to ask you a leading no question. View, no, hardly any views on them. But you
0: weren't really doing it to make money, or even thinking like this will get us a TV show.
1: Oh, not at all. Not especially not in the beginning. I mean, and we do show them on live Isn't shows. Weird? I think that's
0: super. That's what I told my brother too.
1: Yeah, we showed him at like, the make yeah.
0: videos to show at, at live. It's really like, helpful because you yeah. get to see how they play. Then get you can the you laughs. can re-edit them if you want. And dude,
1: it's great. I don't think people are doing that. And it motivates you to get them ready for that show. you got to have it done for that's that show. Right, that's, so that's right. That's right. Just like stand-up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Talking about surfing or racquetball, it's like exercise. It's like I need stand-up stakes. Right. I need the failure threat. Somebody was suggesting that I have ADD because I need to like have a this, tiger in the room.
1: Right. You need adrenaline. To focus. Yeah, yeah, I need adrenaline. You're an adrenaline. Or hand. I need
0: you on the sidelines coaching me going like, get that long ball. Get that long. I don't even know what that yeah.
1: means. Wait, what sport is that?
0: I don't know. Oh, maybe golf. I thought it was tennis.
1: It's probably tennis.
0: I thought it was long ball. Like I hit it with my long limbs. Oh. <laughs> At
1: full extension or something? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to work it. I'm like, trying to get, get in your head. Get far away from the ball and then really just barely hitting it with the with the top part of the of the netting that isn't even crisscrossed. It's just the it's just vertical pieces. Oh, the string on the racket. Yeah, the strings on the racket. Oh, I know what part you are talking about. You know what I am talking about. Yeah. It's it's before the cross even starts christen. <laughs> yeah. I Get the so. ball there because I want to hear like a high twing. Like I, I don't want to hear a boom. I want to hear a twing, and that's oh, how you dear. win matches.
1: Oh dear! That's... Only
0: hit it with that part, and occasionally with the handle. Oh my gosh, you'd probably tear your elbow up if you hit a ball back with the handle. Would it
1: count? If it didn't hit your hand, it
0: can't hit your hand.
1: I think. Okay. Yeah, I am pretty sure you you can't hit your hand. I know that, but you can probably hit it on the handle and get it it's right okay. over the net. That.
0: What about your body? You couldn't, you couldn't slap it over. I don't
1: think so now. <laughs>
0: like volleyball. Definitely
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know this sounds sort of
0: elementary, Mm-mm. but I think it's important. People out there, young comedians are wondering, you guys started making videos. You got uh, a deal to make a pilot. Yeah. It didn't go. No, the pilot did. It did go. Yeah. You're making it.
1: Yeah, we already made it. I mean, the we made, series didn't go. Yeah, uh, we made 10 episodes. You did? Yeah, last year.
0: Oh, that's right. You sent them and we today. finished,
1: yeah. And we finished them. We made 10 episodes. And, you know, we just don't have an air date. Like, TBS. They're going to air. Well, we're going to premiere it at Sundance in January. Oh, get out. Yeah. Okay, this is even better than I thought. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to go in as
0: slow motion as possible for the people out there, the stand-ups, whoever they might be, the yeah. writers. You were doing shows, you were doing the comedy you liked, you met a guy, they had an idea, you shot it, you air, you showed it at shows to get those laughs.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But we didn't, even, that one, we didn't even show the very first 10 videos we made. Then we just kept making a bunch. That's
0: another thing. I was like, just do some fuck off, low stakes. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be the viral one. Just oh, make yeah. some shit, right?
1: Yeah, we were just making it. And it was just fun and exciting, you know. And then we also, we didn't spend any money on the videos. We just had, I mean, we had a camera and a Zoom mic, you know, with, with some love love mics yeah but you don't. we didn't have any sort of production these are like small sketches in our apartments you know easy you right know. lo-fi lo-fi and then yeah then we you know we put more and more effort we got better because we would write them shoot them edit them together and no acting experience up until that point uh n- no just some just stand-up stuff and
0: this is my theory is that we watch so much tv everyone can sort of act yeah Oh, it that's... used to be you'd watch like an hour of TV a night if you were like a TV addict. Yeah. And now we all watch like seven hours a day. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pretty sure my mom could do a scene. <gasps> I know. You know what I mean? Absolutely. She's just seen so much. She knows what acting looks like.
1: Uh, absolutely. Especially <laughs> if she did like five videos. Imagine if you heard her, you, her your dad and her made like seven videos together. Yeah. I don't and they spent time and it. edited takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They would get it. Your dad would have a freaking. That's one of the
0: weird... My dad would love it. He would... If you could show my dad him on the can, on oh, the yeah. TV...
1: Make him sparkle on the screen. He'd yeah. fucking flip Nice lighting, out. like soften it up. Oh, yeah. Great. Just
0: a little out of focus. Ooh. He's in the 70s. Let's get that focus a little to the left. Or the right. <laughs> doesn't matter. Hey, it doesn't matter to me. doesn't matter to me. Um, so then you made 10 or so before you even uploaded. hmm And then... How did they – How did, let, talk a little bit about finding your voice because you guys do have a specific voice. Yeah. Did that come naturally? Did you start getting feedback and you are like, oh, those ones seem to work better when I'm a little bit more this. Let's slow the pace down. Because here's the thing. A lot of people go like, how do we stand out? And that's the question. I don't know if that's the right question. I think the great right question might be, what is it that's funny about me? Right. And what's funny about us, you and your partner? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the better question when you say like uh when you do it the other way I think you're a little cart before the horse. So did you in the process of making videos slowly figure out what was working?
1: Yeah, I think uh it's a good question actually. Not I don't mean to say actually, but no, it's a good question. Uh, I think it was pretty natural, our dynamic in each video, probably leading up to the one where we ended up making a series, which is probably our like 18th video. Yeah. And then from that one, we started making the same series. Like that, Like yeah. a web series. Like right, that. right. Um, and in each of those videos, we had a probably unconscious of it, but we had a certain dynamic, you know, and we would just, in that, that video, we, I think we heightened it a little bit, like... Teased it up each way, you know? Right. I was more childlike. He was more like a father. <laughs> I'm, like, he's a false alpha. I'm kind of, like, more capable, but more passive, you know? It's
0: all high status, low status. Yeah. It's, like, that's what me and Matt figured out, yeah. was I'm false alpha, is what you just said. Yeah. I'm the guy that's, like, I'm tall, I'm loud, I have big teeth, and I'm always the doctor, or I'm the therapist, exactly, yeah. or I'm that's the great. lawyer, and it's just, like, but he's an idiot. And everyone that listens to this podcast knows I'm about to make this point, but it's Chaplin. Chaplin's a hobo, but he keeps getting invited to the banquet. You know what I mean? It's like, what's going on here? Human beings like to see things that aren't quite right. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. So you're the mild-mannered, sort of quieter, more childlike Mm -hmm. one, but you're more capable.
1: Uh, Yeah. And that's classic. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. And how did TBS find them? Uh, Well, we... Did they start getting lots of views? Or oh no, we never got very many views. Like maybe a thousand. I love this. And then we uh, we teamed up with Absolutely Productions, and then we absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> exactly yes. And and they uh, then we pitched it to different places, and ne- and TBS got a, bought a pilot, and then we made the pilot, and then they, you know, let us make ten episodes. How did they reach out to you? How did they even know to see it? Uh well well just uh. Well, when we when we went to pitch them, we just sent them videos that we had already made. Wait, you reached out to them to pitch? Uh, yeah, well, like uh, Dave Nebone from Absolutely, and we had managers, you know.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You did say that. So you got in touch with Absolutely. How yeah. did they get in touch with
1: you? Uh, well, I got a manager from doing stand-up, and then she how said— How did you do that? Uh, just performing around town.
0: Okay. Again, and, I, I, look, no, no, I understand a great question. these things,
1: but I think people—
0: I'm really thinking of my brother who's trying to break oh, yeah. into sketches, and it's like, well, how do you do that? I'm
1: trying to represent— a newer attitude. Oh, absolutely. Those are great questions. I always... You just were wondered. funny doing stand-up. I was doing stand-up. We all did a bunch of stand-up. And then... Uh, yeah, I ended up getting... After, I mean, this after years of doing stand-up in San Francisco, moving to LA, doing stand-up here. Got a manager. And then uh, she was saying, you know, do you want to make... Uh, do you have any ideas for shows? like, oh, me, Corey, and Rob are already making this show. Get out. Uh, do you maybe maybe, maybe we could pitch this. I think we had made like six or seven in that series. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, great. Let's team you up with like a production company. So we met up with different production companies. This never works. And then we, met, loved, we loved Abso. Lutely. Loved Dave Nebone. We teamed up with him and he's like, let's go pitch it. So then we pitched it to different networks. Because it
0: does have a little, absolutely does Nathan Fielder. Yes. It, you have a little bit of that like so dry, that's part of what's funny mm-hmm. about it yeah. thing. I think so, yeah. And I'm interested in like also your journey as a stand-up. Mm-hmm. You have one of those things. There's certain people like you, and and not all of us are like that. Well, I wonder if I am. I mean that sincerely. There's A a guy that you just see them and you go, I know that guy. Hmm. And then that comedian can either go with it or against it. You can look sweet and be filthy. That's one move Or you can look sweet. And your stand-up is a little bit more sweet. You're not going up there like, you suck on your own nards. (laughs) Like, you don't go against your type. No. There's like like Kevin, I see I see Kevin Woods who plays my manager on Crashing mm-hmm. is just he's one of you I don't know the word for it right right and and then and Al too just a guy that you're just like I get it he's that I want to see him be that and you right. have that I don't know if I had that I don't I, I would say one out of fifteen comedians has where it's just like boy I hope this guy is funny in the way that he looks like he should be funny right right, right. Seinfeld said that a comedian is perfect when their face. And their comedy match up perfectly. Oh, that's interesting. And he was like, Bernie Mac, face <laughs> and his style, exact match. Wow. And I, I used to like kind of, I still try to think of myself abstractly. And I'm like, sorry to take over here. No, but please. Somebody after a show was like, you know, you're funny, but it's also just your face. And you think that would be mean, but I was like, oh. <laughs> you did it. So tell me about how you started. First of all, why did you start stand up? How did you start stand up, and then how long did it f- did you figure out, or was it natural to become the kind of comedian you are?
1: Start with why. Okay, well, I, well let me or start how. with let me. Uh, well, first I started doing in stand up in college. We had that class in college. You had a stand up class. class.
0: So you come in and put and your jacket on the floor. Exactly. Get out! Absolutely. You're artsy, sportsy. Yeah. There's always an artsy-sportsy. But
1: I never did any theater or any sort of acting or anything. And then I was like, I think I got to do the stand-up class, you know? Someone was like, you should do it. I was like, maybe I will. I just got to college, you know? I was like, because okay. you were funny? Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to joke around a lot. And I was I had made some videos on my own in high school. and Straight I was always court. into comedy stuff, you know?
0: You loved clowning. Yeah, absolutely. And you just li- – <laughs> Yeah.
1: And you got a lot of laughs. And
0: I wonder – artsy-sportsy is always an interesting combo to me because then you're like, I think I could win at that. Is there part of that that you're like I could do that? Maybe that's a leading question. Maybe it wasn't that? Well,
1: I'd say maybe I guess on a very I I don't know. It's harder for me to remember because exactly. you're playing
0: against yourself in tennis. You're like I bet I could make myself do that.
1: Right. <laughs> See, I don't know how. I, I think I was probably like I I didn't even plan like oh I'm going to continue this after this class. I was like I always love comedy. I always love stand up. And I always I was like oh I would love to try this. So once I started doing it, give it a whirl. We only did four performances in class, maybe three minutes each really it was a fun though it was a great experience i had never performed anything and then so did except you get for playing tennis yeah but i mean most people did you know it was a generous art class you know
0: and you just perform like during the day in the class and the they'd class. have like evening shows
1: no evening shows i'm talking 245 p.m and you'd go in and do your three absolutely and
0: everyone in the crowd i bet it would be better to go
1: later yeah. Because
0: everyone's done and they're not nervous. Not nervous, yeah. Yeah, they can relax and enjoy. Absolutely. You don't want to go first. Oh, How do you pick who took the bullet in a stand-up class? Name enough. out
1: of a hat? He would say first rows up first. We'll start with this side. Shut up. And then the second row. Sorry, Andrea Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> you are
0: going first. Did he teach you things like that? Like, that's called the bullet. Um, you go first because it's harder.
1: No, I don't think so. It
0: wasn't really like that. It was like the teacher wasn't a comedian; he was just helping you write. He actually
1: was. He actually really? was a comedian. I think he had maybe stopped at that point, but he he had showed us a video with him and Margaret Cho doing something. No way. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so we, yeah, we did some of those. Then I didn't. Then me and Emily Heller, because she I met her at school there. Oh wow! And our buddy Alec Jones. We went. We started every now and then that year. We'd go to like, or maybe a year later, we would go to drive to San Francisco to do some open mics greenwash cafe and then uh then we all moved there to san francisco then we started doing it more you know consistently wow but what was the other question you had there uh you know, did one earlier i just can't remember
0: i think well i was saying why did you start doing it which you covered how right and then
1: oh my uh well the, i think i was just like that's just i don't know that's just more natural for me that was what was your first three about my first three minutes <laughs> yeah I, I, I
0: took a public speaking course where my first, I talked about going to the Amazon jungle. Uh huh. And I was so, it was actually a joke that my brother had made. And I made this joke about like, I really didn't want to land on that grass strip and it's the Yanomami Indians and come out and go, like, we're Americans. And then they're like, <laughs> like, I do like a, it's actually not a very woke <laughs> joke. Right, right. But do the blow dart sound.
1: That was pretty good, the blow dart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it tanked. Did it really? Oh, it got zero. And where'd you do this? public speaking in front of what my class just like you like a 245 oh, nice i still remember all the speeches though and there was one kid that just did jonathan edwards who was a famous pastor mm-hmm. a fr- like the original fire and brimstone guy and he would just get up and like do you're all going to hell speeches. So it'd be me, be my friend, Jamie talking about peanut butter, like her different kinds of favorite peanut butter. And then a guy being like, and God wants to drop you like a spider in his hand that keeps biting his hand and spitting in his face. God wants to crush you. And we're all just like, Jesus. fuck!" I think about that guy all the time. Did he kill? Did he oh he killed. Did he? Really? <laughs> he knew his audience. No, even for Gordon, that's my college, he he was way too much. Damn. Yeah, damn. Is this okay?
1: Oh, that's great.
0: How do you feel about it? I, I think it's great. wool socks. I don't think they're wool. They're No, I don't fuck with wool.
1: Oh, I don't either. they're too hot and itchy.
0: Yeah, it's it's like are my feet wet or did I pick the wrong sock fabric?
1: That's such a dumb question. I hate wool. Mine. No, yeah. please. So,
0: San Francisco, hard city to move to. Yeah. Pricey.
1: Yeah, and stressful.
0: What are we doing? How are we doing that? We're coaching Roommate? tennis. Coaching Tina. Oh, and yeah. he winked again. Colin Cape. <laughs> this should be a video. This, should be a vid- this <laughs> episode should be a video. You've been standing up. You've been winking. So, you start coaching tennis. Yeah. And then
1: getting up every night? No, I started, uh, you know, probably a couple times a week, you know, open mics. And but you knew it's what you wanted to do. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When did that decision come in? Before the move? Uh, yeah. We knew we wanted to move to San Francisco and try stand up, and also just wanted we. Yeah, Emily Heller, Alec Jones, and yeah, we moved in together. You went as a group. Yeah, and you lived together. Yeah, perfect for about a year and a half. In Western Edition, yeah, we go out there and do open mics. It was great. It was fun. As a clan. Uh, we'd often go together. Yeah. But individual stand up.
0: Of course, but it took some of the sting of a new city. It's fun to you know, you, yeah. Oh my god, I wish. I don't know why I didn't. You know, Thayer. Yeah. Just I've said I've made this point a million times. He just helped. Dirty Clean is the new special. Uh, I don't know when this will be out, but it airs December fifteenth. Oh sweet. <laughs> or watch it now if you can, please. Um, anyway, he helped me. Just touring, having an opener, reminds you of how nice it can be. To have someone else around, like Gosh. another funny guy. So when I was doing open mics, it never occurred to me. Because you know what it was? Is I was worried that that person, this is the competitive part, would slow me down. Like they oh. wouldn't want to do it as much as me. And then I didn't want to tie my success to someone else's. Right. I didn't want to be like, I was going to go to that open mic, but Tyler didn't want to go. Right. That's pretty thoughtful back th- as a new comic. Or distrustful. I don't I had the same problem with collaborating on shows. Oh. That can burn you in the ass too. Yeah. yeah. So I always had an idea for a TV show and I'd always get someone else involved. Then that person, who knows, they're getting baked in the morning or whatever. And I'm just like, Jesus, fuck. Like, so I, like, right. I like the autonomy of up. Right. But you had a group.
1: Well, I mean, we. I mean, sometimes I'd go on my own too. I understand. But I didn't mean the way I said that. It sounded like, but you had a nice, cushy, safe group. <laughs> oh no, no, I didn't even take
0: it like that. But but I'm like, why didn't I have a group? Like you should do that.
1: But did you make friends out there and start like going out with your with your? With You'd your see buddies? the
0: same people, but like it was very in- insular. Where was it? New York. Well, I, mm. in Chicago, it was very social. Right. Very, very social.
1: But that was when you were already like three years in or
0: something? No, Chicago's where I started, basically. Oh, that was where you I did in New York, in Boston, maybe a handful of times. Then I go to Chicago. Oh. That's Kumail and TJ and Kyle and Bronger and all these would see each other out. But we didn't have to organize to meet at these shows because we were just, we were at all of them. Right. You get to New York, you start doing the open mic scene. That's when I could have used a pal, right? And I did have one for a while, but then he sort of fell away. Uh, his name was uh, Vito Lance. He was a great guy, funny guy, and we would go to Mike's together. But then, like at a certain point, I started barking, and and I just remember he did, he wanted to go a different route, so we split up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so it's it's hard to it's hard to partner up, right?
1: But it must be fun, you
0: and Chris there on the road. I mean, it's the best.
1: That's so great.
0: Well, that's how I met you. That's right. Because I would be in San Francisco with Thayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like a guy as solid and as funny as Chris is just like, why do we do this to ourselves? Why can't we take just a little bit of the love that seems to be in the improv scene right. and give it to ourselves? We're so like, we show up five minutes before our spot. We do our spot. We leave. I know. But it, I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. That wasn't – in San have... Fran, it was social was it, yeah, like it was it like in Chicago? Yeah, it was pretty social, yeah. Chicago?
1: I think it was similar to your Chicago scene. It's like yeah. every, a lot of friendly people with, you know, everyone's so pretty much friendly. Really? I mean, in my from my point of view. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not you, that big either. It's not huge, you know. How did
0: you know in that scene that you were getting good? Like what were the markers that you were progressing and were you getting them?
1: I, 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 I was definitely like started out pretty rough. I was kind of maybe like going to like abstract, I just wasn't connecting sometimes, you know, especially early open mics, which is probably not that uncommon anyways. Right, you were super weird. I was a bit like, yeah, I just, I, just, if I look back, I'm like, damn, I didn't even articulate those ideas. I didn't even know how to connect to the That's audience. That's so funny
0: because talking about working with Chris for Dirty Clean, he would just give me notes mm-hmm. and he would often, the number one note was, no one knows what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Like when you say that, no one knows what the fuck you're, and when I work with Judd, sometimes we kick around jokes. I'd just be like, I love that joke. If you don't say this, people don't know what you're talking about. That's right. like the biggest help we can give each other. It's, isn't it crazy? That's yeah. like so
1: basic, but it's, it's so, so important. Do they know what you mean? <laughs> like, do, they, do they
0: know the words? Like sometimes you just say the rake or, or whatever it is, and it's
1: just like no one knows what the rake is. I mean, I, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, this comes up in videos all the time. Does that, does that come up on Crashing? What, like people don't understand? Well, like if you're writing a story or writing an idea. It's like, I didn't set this up as well. No,
0: I understand. It, it's it's called pipe. Um, I don't know if you know that. There's some good lingo. What is it, pipe? Laying pipe is like oh, you have to yeah. explain what's going on. And like, so a good example in season three of laying pipe is, and you're trying to do it naturally as you're in the car and we need my girlfriend she says, like, are you excited? Are you nervous, I think? And I go, yeah, as as nervous as a guy taking his first girlfriend since his divorce to meet his parents is, could be. And you try to find ways to, like, right, yeah. get that in there. Yeah. Because that's like stand-up. You need to know what the f- – where are they going? 100%. But Bad Pipe, I think that's actually pretty good pipe. Yeah. Because we were riffing and I just knew I had to get that out. Yeah. So it came out kind of naturally. Yeah. If that had been in the script, I don't know if I could have said it naturally. Anywho, Bad Pipe is Scooby Doo, where at the beginning they're walking through a carnival and they're like, it sure is good to be here, you know, at the carnival looking for your old cousin, Willie, who lives in that <laughs> mansion over there. Like, it's just too much.
1: Too much like exposition.
0: Yeah. But it's a cartoon, so it's yeah. fine. So you, do you run into that in videos? What, what were you thinking? Oh, you for sure. That? In videos, we, we. People don't know what you're talking about.
1: Well, sometimes. I mean, we've gotten better, I think, over the years. You know when we're editing, like. Can you oh, think
0: of an example of like when people were like, "Wait, I don't understand." Um,
1: God, there's been many, and it's always when we like screen them. You know, it's like, oh, they didn't, and then so, uh, if I ask somebody about it or show somebody that has no idea about the video, yeah, they're like, oh, you know, just like even my brother might be like, oh, I, I didn't understand that part. It's like, oh, obviously, right? We didn't even explain. You need to get the clean part out, clean, yeah, and then get wacky. I mean, it happens on Twitter if you think about it, for sure. Happens to me back in the day. What is he talking about? I look at some old tweets. I'm like, how could anyone have understood what I was trying to go for? It's a weird, my parents are like
0: that. My parents both make jokes with no regard for whether or not you know what they're talking about. My mom will be like, oh, classic Aunt Sandy. She'll say to like Uh, an elevator guy. That's so funny. There are no elevator guys anymore. But you know what I mean? She'll say it to a cab driver. And he's like, I don't know who Aunt Sandy is. I don't know who you are. Oh my God. Why are you saying this? I, I, then, my mom has
1: totally done that. Really? Oh yeah.
0: That's that's like a so funny. I think maybe that's the difference. A comedian realizes the importance of a good setup. Yeah, <laughs> you need to like get the pipe out there. Yeah. So what were the little markers that that? What were those first little achievements? Were you getting booked on book shows? Or? Oh
1: yeah, stand up. Yeah, yeah. I would get booked on some shows, and you know, you had better, better and better sets. You know, and you know, just hearing people's re- response to you in the audience or after the show, like. You know that was good. You know, and then you started like, doing better. You just started doing better, and people, start, you know, you you just get better feedback that you you'll notice, like from your friends or right. comics, and then you know, do a few like spots of the punchline or something. Yeah, you know, in San Francisco, and then yeah, you just get more confident. Did you run into
0: any jealousy or haters or anything?
1: Uh, I don't. Did it happen pretty quickly for you? Or mm, I I don't think so. I didn't also go out. At, I mean, I started once I started really committing to it and going out every night. Definitely start seeing better results, but there's a little. While. When I first started, I was, I'd go only a couple times a week and think about it. I, you know, right, just hit mics, lack of <laughs> lacking confidence, you know. And then you get more, more and more confident, and get better and better. than when did you know it was time to go to LA? Uh, I just actually didn't even know it was time, like career wise. I just wanted to move, you know. Really? Why? Yeah, I just wanted to move to LA just to mix it up and. <laughs> Just, it seems so sunny here. <laughs>
0: fucking San Fran, man. I was cold. I know you're not supposed to call it San Fran.
1: You can call whatever. I, Maybe I, people get mad about it. I don't know.
0: They don't like it.
1: I knew I just like, it was cold. It was windy, hard to play tennis. It's damp. My towels never dried. You know? Oh, God. Just like hanging there's Chill you
0: to the bone. That city will chill you to the fucking bone. You
1: can't find clothes that can protect you there. <laughs> You need like Gore Tex. You need Kevlar. You need Kevlar. It's just if it can I, block it, bullets, it can block San Francisco. The wind, that certain sort of wind, penetrates. So you again,
0: pure as a driven snow. We're just like I want to mix it up. I'm going to go to the next one of the nearest cities where there's also stand up.
1: I love it. Yep, <laughs> yep. and I love, and I, I mean, I love San Francisco is a great time. Don't get me wrong, and I love the yeah. city, but. Not I love L.A. You know
0: you do. Oh yeah, I, I again no offense to San Francisco, but I think people in San Francisco assume that we hate yeah L.A. Um, I think I re- referenced like what a piece of shit city this can be right, and they love that. But like San Francisco has like a it can intimidate me like the hills and the the walking and the and the weather can I'm yeah. like I can sometimes feel like exposed yeah like a chipmunk. And there's wolves everywhere. And sometimes I'm just like, ah, not always. I'm I'm picturing me and Chris walking back from the club at night. Right. And I was just like, well, this street just runs into a wall, and we have to like go up and around. And oh. there's like a shanty town over here, exactly and I'm, you I'm frightened. About? You know? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Fucking scary. It's stressful. not really scary. Stressful. And uh, L. A.
1: You can daydream here. Because you're in traffic, yeah yeah,, yeah, you're in traffic, and you could just like walk down a residential street, you know yeah, San Francisco, you gotta be on, you know i I think I know what you're talking it's just, about, you' gotta, like always but you know it's also a lot of great things, it. But...
0: how did you find it starting over here in l a it
1: was, it was a li- definitely tough, you know, like um, just you know restarting at open mics, and I didn't really know weird anybody that stand else stand up
0: you gotta reboot,
1: yeah, Nobody you gotta cares. reboot, but Nobody that's probably cares. really good in it hindsight good. you know.
0: It used to be even better because now there are videos of you doing early stand-up. I'm not, I don't mean you. Yeah, yeah. I just mean like there used to be true anonymity. Right. All of us starting in Chicago, there's no video of us unless we shot it ourselves on camcorders. And then like you go to New York, it's a true starting over. Like, yeah. It's what they say in um, Inside Lewin Davis where he's like, you don't do personal interviews, it ruins mystique. Yeah. It's like comedians don't have any mystique now. You can, you can find their like first 10 times going up I know. and who they're ripping off. We just watched somebody. Who was he doing? Oh, D'Elia. Mm-hmm. Somebody pulled up in the room, a comedian that was just doing Chris D'Elia. Oh, really? And we were like, the shame of this is we all know that there's a period where your influences are all over you. Right. The problem is now we all film it. And you, you do it to yourself. You Instagram yourself in your first three years of stand up. Probably not great. Mm-mm. Probably don't do that. Film it, watch it yourself, like game footage, but you don't need to be sharing. Like, wait, give it a minute. You're going to be so glad you did.
1: Right? Yeah, I subscribe to what you just said. I like, <laughs> I, 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 I would, please I click agree subscribe with on what I yeah. just
0: said. It's in the lower left. Who were your guys as stand up My favorite comics? Yeah.
1: In, in in the world? Yeah. I just mean
0: not out of nowhere when you were starting out was there anyone you were channeling Were you sort of ripping somebody off? Uh
1: I like What were you just kind of Well, bad? my I think what I liked the most like just co- comedy growing up was like Conan O'Brien, mm-hmm. late night with Conan. Yeah. I like Curb enthusiasm, Larry uh-huh. David. Um, I like Steve Martin as a kid, you know. Yeah. I even his stand up albums. Yeah, of course. And movies. I watch a lot of his movies. There they Um, are. Steve Martin's album's right behind you. Oh, sweet. Over there to the right. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nicely framed.
0: That's Urban Outfitters, bro. No kidding? It's like seven bucks. The frame alone? The frame? Oh, yeah. No, they didn't have the album in there.
1: Nice. Is the album actually in it?
0: Oh, yeah. Nice. Liner notes.
1: Uh, And then... (laughs) Just two guys. Just two guys chatting. (laughs) So that was so real, though you know
0: it was super real. <laughs> I think. So what was tricky about LA? That's more interesting than your than your influences, I suppose. Uh,
1: LA, oh, just yeah, just meeting everybody, you know, meeting all these new people, getting a hold of the scene, or what you know, just just starting over, you know, rethinking your stuff. And right, right, yeah. It's not easy because I know we've tried. We've
0: had you at table reads and stuff, and yeah. like, so as somebody who loves you as much as I do, you can see like it's not even if you have someone that loves you. It's not, I haven't put you in anything yeah. yet. I haven't been able to. Like, sometimes you're like, this guy would be great. You go this other direction. It's that right. LA cliche of like, they oh. went another direction. But you have, to, I know you've run into that because yeah. you've run into that with my show. Yeah. <laughs> we went another direction. Oh, yeah. You know, it would be great, Toddie. Me and Oren, we all love you. I know we've shown you to Judd. He, he loves you, but it's, I don't want to say he loves you. He, yeah. he responded to it. Right. I don't want to oversell it. Yeah, yeah. And then we're like, well, I think it should be, you know, a, a good example would be like, um, somebody older, or a woman, or oh, this, or that, or whatever it might be. Totally, yeah. That's yeah.
1: That probably happens all the time. Constantly. Yeah, it's not
0: personal. I'm not just saying this oh. to you. What I've learned about I casting like shows, you're a like, bunch. it is not personal. Oh no. <laughs>
1: hey, I was I was excited to do that table read. I loved it. Yeah, you were great. It was fun. You were excellent. It's cool seeing Chad there. You know. Yeah, he's he was t- bigger than I thought.
0: Really sturdy. Sturdy man. Yeah, he you teach like, him
1: tennis. I think he could
0: take me out. Oh, he's got broad shoulders. Yeah, I think he was what just bigger up. and like yeah, powerful. Yeah, he's got a mite to him. I like him. He also has very. He might hear those, and I don't care. Very shiny eyes. He does. huh? He's got you do too, actually. Really? I look at you. But I've I've looked at Jen and I'm like, does he have dreamy eyes? He's got dreamy eyes. They're very shiny.
1: That's great. Check it out. That's a cool quality. That might be timeless too. Like a wet eye. Yeah. I didn't know. What's a? I uh, know it's like a wet eye. You want a wet eye.
0: You do right. Picture a guy with dry eyes, and he blinks, and it, like it gets caught on the oh. way down. <laughs> you want a nice slippery eye. You
1: can really feel that. But I wonder,
0: like subconsciously, sometimes when you're talking to someone with super wet eyes, and you're like, this person's like, there's something magic about this. person. <laughs> it's just like more secretion. <laughs> it's
1: probably an allergy or something. I wonder why that is. Like, do they really have more like? liquid in there probably hydration
0: goes back they say if you have to cry for a scene drink a lot of water Hmm. it's all linked to it did you cry this year no crying this year i was very happy about that nice wait no i cried in one scene oh did you yeah and you know what i'm glad you asked me strutting the stuff please we were shooting the scene where uh it's in the trailer where chicken wing my manager tells me that john mulaney wants me to open for him yeah and the director, it wasn't in the script that I cry, was like, could you cry? And then I managed to, and I was so proud of myself. Because it was huge. like, some other days you're like, well, tomorrow's a cry day. You oh, know? you were getting so ready.
1: Like, like I'd watch sad videos. Oh, you so you had something in the bank to go to? Yeah, absolutely. I'd oh, watch like the that. first
0: 10 minutes of Up.
1: Oh, oh that, that's... There's a miscarriage <laughs> and
0: a dead wife. I mean, that is a Double lot. whammy.
1: It's a double wham.
0: And then you just think about that or whatever it is. I don't know what other people do, but that's what I would is do. Is that what you did? It would just open my
1: heart. Gotcha.
0: Like, it would make me aware of sadness. Right. And then it was not that hard to you were just like... live in the reality of your sadness in that moment. And you cried. And you'd cry. And how many times did you do it? Only had to do it once. Damn. Man, I was perfect. And, and it's done. the take we used. Nice. Well, how was it shooting the show for you? Were you? Because I think one of the things that's interesting Is we do stand up, we're funny at like eight, nine o'clock, and then you do your your 10 episodes for TBS, Mm -hmm. and now you're like, I'm assuming you're producing it as well. Yeah. You're seeing what it's like to wear a lot of different hats. Yeah. You're writing it, you know you have to make a day, you know you have to like, you might have to lose things if you don't move quick enough. How did you find, Chris Rock always says it's like making a waiter a, a restaurant manager. It's like a very different job. How did you adapt
1: I mean, we just because we did write it. We me Corey and Rob wrote it all. We Don't. did some show running. Corey. Don't. Yeah, and uh, oh man, yeah, it was just so. It was, I mean, it was incredible. It was the best, you know, the best. It was so fun. Like you liked it. Oh, we loved it. Yeah, it was. And it was a dream to do, you know. It, but but it was just an insane amount of work. Just like every choice we had to make, you know. Did they depart every department? We had to, you know, we had to sign off on everything. And yeah, we had we had we, had, we, had, we were so protective because we made everything from the beginning. So we knew every, you know, all the characters and all the even clothing choices were so particular.
0: Right. But I mean, it was so weird when you think about the choices you have to make. Like you see a sign on a bar. I know. And you're like, that was 40 emails. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: was 40 emails. Oh my God, that is so rich. (laughs) That is rich right there. I feel that. But you enjoyed the process. Not everybody likes it. I mean, it was definitely just... Did TBS stay out of your way? Yeah, they were great. I mean, they were, you know few notes here and there, but they were good notes. If and... they
0: didn't, you could be like, TBS, total bullshit. Oh, I... no, no, no. You they, can't they even laugh at that.
1: I, can't, <laughs> I won't even respond. You know it's. funny? I looked away
0: from you, actually. You did. You're starting to get that taste, which I did too, with TBS, your first allegiances. Oh. Where you start realizing, because comedians take pride in being able to laugh and make fun of anything. Right. When you get your first allegiance, <laughs> and you get right. an area... Where for business reasons, mine was the E-Trade Baby. I did a show with Doug Benson, Doug, Doug Loves Movies or something. And I did a joke about the E-Trade Baby being bought on the black market or something mm-hmm. like that. I think he made that joke and I yes-anded it. And I did the voice and all this stuff. And then afterwards, I begged him to take it out. He did? He for he did. But I mean, I like bought him drinks. It was not wow. easy. I was really like... Please, this is my Gilbert Gottfried, like, (laughs) Affleck moment. This is a big deal to me. Please take it out. And he did. But like that's when you go like oh shit because I was being a comedian right, like, right. comedian would yes I am you're and, reckless yeah who cares but and I'm not saying it's a bad thing by the way I yeah. have a lot of areas people can find them on the podcast it's like well that area came up Pete sure was tight like me and Fred kept making uh, jokes about um, HBO but not not putting it down but we were both because we both work with HBO right. bending over backwards to be like great network wonderful dream come true apatow same thing i i've never before i was working with him i didn't disparage him but like especially now you don't want to you don't want to be on the record being like meh
1: oh about anybody that you love or work with but especially work with oh god changes you, the game you would I, you would walk away just, just dwelling on it all day of course did you run that by somebody the E trade thing like should i take that out or i think i, I ran it by just, a couple people right. that
0: night and they were like i would
1: yeah i was like would you take that out i would yeah it's not worth it.
0: A little gag, a gag on a free podcast or a job. It's going to cost you. But that's one of the things that's interesting about a maturing comedian mm-hmm. is like we are we like to think it's all rock and roll. Get a guy with a TBS show to make fun of TBS. Right. It's not going to do it. Some would. Not a good move. Right. They They pride their rock and roll. Nobody tells me what to do more than... Right. Yeah, you've seen that. It's it's crazy. Does it happen with sponsors on your podcast? I mean, it could. Right. I've seen it happen where somebody was doing a thing. I don't want to say the network, but they had a sketch show and they were promoting it. And they went on stage and they were just like, it was like at a festival. And they were just like, "Eh, who fucking cares? It's just another fucking sketch show. Like, which is the funny move. Yeah. Like, because you're supposed to find a way to package it and sell it that makes people interested. Yeah. You're supposed to be like, it's a sketch show, but it's got a little bit more darkness. And they just couldn't do it. They couldn't play the corporate game. And they went comedian when they should have gone a little bit more. Arguably, they could have gone right. a little bit more company line. But it's hard for some people. Not for me. Not the Don.
1: No, well, I don't have any. To I have play. nothing to make fun of. anyways well, about
0: TBS. No, I understand. Total bullshit. <laughs> Total <laughs> bullshit. That was good. I can do it. I'm just kidding. Look, look at all my TBS paraphernalia in the room.
1: Damn. Love you, TBS. I went to that show. See, we're afraid.
0: Oh, that's right. You would come into the audience.
1: Actually, I think your dad was there when I was there. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. You were there. Yeah, I think your dad on At might... the talk show. He stood on stage, I think. Isn't that, I look back, I had my
0: dad on the talk show. Psychologically speaking, that is the most clear cut, Daddy, won't you please notice what I'm doing? thing that i've ever done in my life i have such a clear relationship with my mother but she loves me so much it was my dad my add deaf like going like but like you can't tell if it's stubbornness or medical he just doesn't hear anything it's a mix of both probably i'm like please i'm going to interview you on my show it's actually kind of heartbreaking on one hand it's great and fun but on the other hand like in therapy you're like that was that shows you just how badly I wanted my dad to acknowledge what it was that I was doing. What was the dynamic like with your parents were you did you have i had the over and then the somewhat distant, which is common here you are going after your dream. did your parents think that that was just fine? did they understand yeah. that you sold ten episodes and all this stuff
1: Oh yeah, yeah, they were like always really supportive and I could tell really cool about it yeah It's the lightness that you have, yeah, yeah, and uh. Yeah, they were excited, you know, when we, got, when we got sold the show and, you know, we're going to make 10 episodes and then we got we had Annie McDowell on the show, you know, and we all grew up watching her and wow. Groundhog Day and all those movies. And
0: they and they understand
1: it? Well, I told my mom, I was like, Annie McDowell's going to be in some episodes, you know, and she's like, whoa, like, you're going to get like a lookalike or like an Annie McDowell, <laughs> someone who looks like Annie McDowell? I'm like, no, we got the real deal. No
0: way. That's so, so cool. It was just so
1: shocking, you know? And your dad also. Oh, yeah, he's... He's cool about it. Yeah. They're still together. Yeah,
0: right? and they and they and they like each other. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Brothers, sisters. Uh, I do. Yeah, I have two brothers, two older brothers, and a younger sister. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Devanians. Hell
1: yeah, the Devanian family, baby. <laughs> Any of the other ones in comedy? Uh, no, but they're really funny. <laughs> they're all what so funny. What
0: is going on here? Christmas at the Devanians.
1: One of them is a mathematician. No way. And the other is a graphic designer, and. Uh, you know Everything's fine talented. In the Devonian family They're pretty Yeah they're really funny Yeah My wow. sister They're all f- so funny
0: And you didn't get any flack Like at the holidays When you were just starting out I was like Daddy like she's funny mm,
1: No no <laughs> I do it a Boston accent I like that <laughs>
0: Because it's me <laughs>
1: <laughs> No I didn't get any flack Everyone was pretty cool about it They were so curious about it You, you know? didn't have like a
0: wound I know this is Again I only ask leading questions Please was there a wound that you were trying to fix with comedy, like getting that attention? Were you
1: teased a lot? That's such a good question. I I I think about this sometimes because I know so many comics do, but I I don't. Yeah, I don't think you do, right? I don't know if I do. You know, <laughs> it's like why? You know, no, not everybody and, does. And maybe I do. I feel like I'm going to find something in one of these days. No,
0: plans. dude, I was watching that Gilda Radner thing, and I think like documentary, and she was talking about like. I I think I was joking about this with somebody else, but it was so pre-therapy comedy. She kept talking about like, if I can get the audience to laugh, that means they love me. Like it was so pre... I'm not teasing her, by the way. No, no. I'm just saying if there was anything sort of funny about it, it was just like how those ideas now seem so... Like we're a post-therapy group of comedians. Yes. They were like, look, I killed. It's not like I think they love me or anything like that. Uh, So... (laughs) I, I'm not surprised that there are now seemingly more people like you that saw comedy. How old are you? I'm 34. See, comedy is just like an option. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although you look 24, don't you? Know I mean, like, it's pretty weird. I I'll definitely pre- thought you were younger. I appreciate
1: it. Um, yeah. I was kind of an odd kid, maybe. Just a weirdo. But I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe there's something that somebody up from the outside could diagnose or something, but I don't know. But you just like weird shit. Maybe yeah, I guess so. You know <laughs> what about the ladies? What about them? What are you doing? Oh, I have a girlfriend. You do? Yeah, fun. She's a comic. No way. Chase Bernstein dating 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 one of our own. That's right. How long? Four years. Four, Four almost years. Five, maybe. Almost five. Who breaks up with Donnie Ivanian? Can't break up with me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: almost five. And yeah. how's that dynamic? It's great. It's great. Yeah. You fucking... <laughs> on Christmas, Donnie Devonian falls from the sky on the <laughs> East Coast. <laughs> oh I'm God. dreaming of a Donnie Devonian Christmas. Yeah. I just going it. fine. You're not competitive with each
1: other? No. Get the fuck out of No, dude. <laughs> you sold a Stop show. It. no. Did you hire her? She was on some ep- in some episodes, yeah. In some episodes, but you yeah. didn't hire her as a writer? No, it was just me, Corey, and Rob wrote them all. And
0: she didn't – I mean, I, I believe it, but there was no tension there. There wasn't like, so you can hire... – I don't
1: think so. I, I, I mean, if if she was here, I would love to know. But I, if, as far as I know, I was like, I don't feel like we we're competitive with each other, which I do hear a lot of comic couples yeah. are very competitive. In but my... I, I feel like we root for each other in a nice amount. I don't...
0: When I dated a comedian, we were certainly rooting for each other, and there was this – I got a thing in LA and then I moved to LA and then we broke up. I mean right. that was such a clear Yeah. Like my career is more important than this relationship thing, which which is hard.
1: Yeah. I don't like that part of Did it. Did she um understand that or, or something? Well of... now
0: we're we're still very, very close. Okay. We're still super good friends. Good. I love her to death. So I, I apologized about that. Right. But I mean it was like one of those things that we sort of explore on crashing where it's like it doesn't sound like what's going on here, but you have these like relationships that one of the things about dating a comedian is that it enables your addiction. You know, it's like dating another heavy drinker. Yeah, that you're like, you don't care how
1: you drink every day. I know. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: and that can be really good when you're starting out. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if one person is offered like a a warehouse full of Budweiser, <sighs> the other one sort of understands that you take it. Yeah. Or eh, it's not great.
1: I mean, it's yeah. It's not it's bad. Either. That, but... It's
0: it's just a little bit cold.
1: Yeah. But I mean, there were other
0: things that weren't right in the relationship, and that was sort of like yeah. the reason to end it, I suppose. Was
1: she kind of like, you, you got to go do this? I mean,
0: no, it was more drawn out than that. It, yeah. was, it was pretty shitty on my part. Yeah. I, I hadn't learned how to speak my truth, I, I couldn't speak it with my, my ex wife. Like she wanted to live upstate. I really regret not just being like, I can't do that. I know it's hard though. You're so young. You You're know? so young. You
1: just don't know. And you
0: think I? My dad never said yes to my mom. Uh-huh. Like I mean, he did with a lot of things, like yeah. like supporting her, like buying food and a house and all that stuff. That my dad was a very good provider. But if she was like, would you please take that box of? quarters up to the attic or something. Oh. He just wouldn't do it. So I learned, like, oh, love is just saying yes as much as you can. Yeah. So then I got married, and she wanted to live in the country. And I, I just... I mean, there's a good and loving way to be like, I understand, but I can't. Yeah. Like, and I just thought that's what an asshole said.
1: Right. You could deliver it in a nice way, though. That's what I'm saying. You
0: can. Just, it's just like a non... Negotiable, yeah. And I didn't know what my non-negotiables were. It took me a long time. It took me actually moving to the country to figure out that being in a city was a non-negotiable for me.
1: It takes a long time at that stage. Yeah, right. Do you have that example you just had there? What was that? Quarter. Take these quarters. quarters. That's that's like what my mom has said to my dad because my dad's a candy vendor, and he has always a box of quarters. My dad's a landlord, and they're from the laundry. Right. Crazy, damn.
0: Would your dad find uh washers?
1: Oh, was that a fake quarter with like a yeah. hole in it? And yeah, a string, yeah, damn right. He would find that all the time, yeah. or fake money, or things that jam to the machine, you know? Yeah, assholes, different candy machines, candy
0: vendor, hell yeah. That's what I would pick for your dad. He's the best, just bringing you home boxes of Kit Kats. He's one of the best. He's milking those, I know. I know. I know now.
1: <laughs> I never thought about it, but... Did, Crunch bars. Did you love having a candy vendor dad? It was cool, yeah. I used to go with them all the time growing up. Restocking the, like, Truman's best friend in Truman Show? He's got a white candy van. A we, white candy van. Nice, nice piece. We go drive to storage. He's got two storage units. One's full of liquids, like sodas and uh, Rockstar Energy drinks and Snapples and water. The other one is chips, candy got so some fridges and freezers with like different bear claws and all that stuff. We go there first, we load up the van, we know our what we're where we're headed. We have an agenda. Boom, we hit all the spots. Costco was included back then. No more. <laughs> Why not anymore? They went a different direction. They don't do candy anymore. They made a big mistake. <laughs> Wait, they went like healthy. They they got like this market thing, you know? Like like they got rid of the candy machines just recently. Both in Modesto and Turlock, which was my dad's best accounts. And then they did this like open market thing. I haven't even seen it yet. I been is back. it for
0: health perception? I actually don't know. Like a sugar anti-sugar thing? Is your dad worried about like people sort oh. of becoming anti-sugar? Well,
1: I don't think he's worried about
0: it. He's doing
1: fine. But he does put a variety of stuff in the machine. You know, he he asked everybody with employees what they want. Oh, really? My dad's a candy so man, he's He'll running give the machines. They... Oh, yeah, I know. He it's his machines. He fills them is up. Is he with the mob at all? In Boston, that was all mob. I went to, we went to a f- yeah funeral and he looked like straight mob. Your dad? Yeah, he looked cool. Your all, dad was all black. Your looks, dad
0: was connected. Yeah.
1: We're figuring out together.
0: He could be. Did he have cigarette machines
1: in the seventies? No. He start, he came up in the eighties. Still. Not that it matters, but pretty mob. He came up yeah, I know. I don't know. You never know. We've we've wondered. You have kickbacks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder with my dad too. That just like the nature
0: of business in the eighties. 70s and 80s. He was in Winter Hill. Like That's where Whitey Bulger and all that stuff was going on. And I'm like, was my dad? I wish. One of the reasons I make this podcast is so my daughter can listen to it. Because I'll be so full of shit when I'm old. I'll be like, ah, I, I didn't... Whatever it is. I didn't really uh, drink a lot or whatever. And then right. you can listen to this and me be like, oh, man, I'm so hungover. I have oh, nine bottles God. of wine. I was like, because how... I would love to hear my parents
1: podcast oh my god my d- so bad gordon devonian like gordon gordon devonian is like i'd listen ha- hours and hours and hours of just talking about crunch bars i would die to hear that I, snickers they're i blah, don't blah, think blah. they know how badly
0: i don't i know i don't think my parents know how badly i want to know the real them they're still trying to parent me just like just tell me some crazy shit you never got them on the podcast Uh, you know, I might, when I go home for the holidays, wait, I'm not going home for the holidays, but next time I go to Boston, I, or my mom's coming out here, we might, we might do. Oh, that'd be great. We might do my mom. It'll be terrible and great. (laughs) It'll be so, well, it's called You Made It Weird.
1: When you, uh, when you had your dad on the the TV show, the Pete Holmes show, did, did you accomplish what you were going for? I did. He was. I
0: I made him look good. That's what I wanted to do. I loaded him up. Oh, loaded nice. him up. I remember I got him to say some of his truisms. Like he didn't make them up, but like it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Oh. Like he, stuff like
1: that. That's he nice. loves stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. He had a great time. It he was loved it. Sweet. It wasn't what I hoped. Like I don't know if he watched it. Mm-hmm. He probably did. But you kind of wanted him to be proud of
0: you, said. I wanted. Like my whole life, a lot of it has been like being under lights and with a microphone. I wanted. Specifically, the psychological shadow self of my dad to hear me. Right. So I got into a business where you're amplified and well lit. I mean, so I would do shows in Boston where he's in the crowd, and I do jokes about him to him. Right. And still, afterwards, he wouldn't have heard them. What He'd does he like, want? Well, he wants where you was get.
1: That? Oh, he would do say that. Well, be He's just somewhere else, man. He wants you to get shredded, maybe. Bomb. I'm talking ripped. <laughs> I'm talking that kettlebell. No, my dad wanted me to go to Harvard. Oh, he really? still
0: doesn't realize that what I've done is more unique than going to Harvard. Yeah, like he still is disappointed, and he's disappointed that I didn't play baseball. And there's still fewer oh, people really? doing what we do than baseball players. But do you think but, you yeah. know how many hundreds of baseball players there are
1: right now? Each team has a
0: hundred. That's what I'm saying. Thousands of people <laughs> play for the Red Sox in a decade. Yeah. There's only, there's only one Donnie Devonian. Please. I was going to say me, but I made it you. I like Pete Holmes, man. It's a little weird when I say it. But you know what I mean. I hear you. He doesn't get it. It's fine. But yeah, psychologically, I was definitely trying to get my dad's attention. And, and I was trying to like... But then the, the contradiction, I have to talk about this with my mom, is my mom loved me so much that that became a fuel. Mm. Like it really made me believe in myself in this like really sort of grotesque way.
1: Did she pump up the love because she saw like you were looking for it? She pumped up the love, I think, because
0: I gave her I, I was paying out. You gave her everything. I gave her everything. I was her little husband. Damn. I was her little gentleman. When did that start? Too early. <laughs> <laughs> and when did it go? Too long. Is that still going? It still happens. My mom will call me like upset that her and my mom, her and my dad had like a argument or
1: something. Mm-hmm. I like, this seems a little weird, man. Do you think there's any chance like before your dad's like in bed at night he's like about to go to sleep and he's just like
0: I fucking love that
1: kid. That's so sweet.
0: I think so. I think he I think he does. In in absolutely. And he says it. And maybe okay. They're not bad about saying it. It's yeah. just like what I obviously what I experience is love. Like this is a very loving chat cuz we're talking and listening. Mm-hmm. My dad like, the saddest thing is, is like, he'll say something like, uh, let's say I really love a movie, and he'll be like, I watched that movie, Peter. The sad thing, the thing that breaks my heart is, I don't believe, and I have 39 years of evidence, that we could really have a conversation about it. Right. I could have, he'd be like, let's go from one to ten, Peter. How many movies does Harrison Ford do? <laughs> and you're just like, it's not a conversation. Uh, like, I, I just, I like emoting. I like talking. I like connecting. Right. I like proof that you've been heard. And my dad's more just like, all right, all right. Calista Flockhart, is she, uh, what's, her, what's her deal? <laughs> is that Allie McBeal? Yeah. Was she Allie McBeal? <laughs> How's Jeff Applebaum? Judd. <laughs> Judd Applebaum. Appletown.
1: <laughs> the Appletown. Yeah.
0: He asks a lot of questions, and while you're answering, you can see him. Just he's—it's just like <laughs> something else is going on upstairs. <laughs> Does he talk? What about with other people? Does
1: he have some a friend of his that he like really communicates with? Or I wonder. I don't know.
0: I, I actually sometimes worry that he might feel a little lonely because it's really? hard for for somebody with that. But that's my dad's like me in an adrenalized situation. A lot of people listening to him or like a party and he's at the head of the table. Like, I mean, he lights up. He's he's great. He's not some idiot. In fact, on Crashing, it was really hard to portray him because he looks like senile or something. And I'm like, he's not senile. He's just like kind of stuck in his head. Right. So that plays on TV is like, oh, he's got Alzheimer's. But it's not that. He's very sharp, very smart. He's just in his head. right? He's really up there. Yeah. But if you can get him... And lock in. You can have, you can have a good conversation, but it's going to have to be about winning, or like really killing it. Right. Like you want to talk about that? Yeah. What's it like when you uh, really in the zone, Peter? <laughs> what does that feel like? <sighs> I'd, ra- I'd rather talk about weakness, nah. <laughs> or whatever it is. Uh, that's, uh, but I, I, I want to be clear. I love my dad. we, oh, we are talking a lot about my dad. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, time to talk about the meaning of life, Donnie. <laughs> that's what that light means (laughs) that light means what what i'm i am very interested in what you make of all of this the reality i mean Mm -hmm. were you raised religioso no (laughs) the fucking devonians man no drinking monster energy drink doing math doing graphic design moving to san fran Mm -hmm. godless and happy yeah yeah, you know, godless. I don't
1: mean like you were barbarians. Oh, I mean, you no, no, didn't no. have religion. No, no, we weren't religious growing up. Yeah. I think we went to church one time on Easter or something. Just once. I think just once.
0: And what were your parents? How did they. Did they. Was it like a
1: non issue? I think or? my grandma was, you know, pretty religious, like Christian, and my uncle was, but. Yeah. I. But sorry, I kind of cut you off. No. What was it? What were you asking?
0: I was wondering. If your parents were deliberately not religious, or it was just not
1: something they bothered with, I actually don't know. I don't. I just. I don't. I don't even know if it's that deliberate. If your dad was like, "Donnie, there's no God. That's a lie. That's no, not at all. Not at all. He, he probably. They probably both believe in something. You don't know. I don't really know. Uh, On a scale of one to ten, Buddha, how much is Jesus your Lord and Savior? I'd say they they would say six.
0: (laughs) 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 Ah, that's a passing grade. Yeah.
1: That's pretty good. The Pearly Gates, but I'm but I'm gonna inquire when I get back home the next you know couple weeks. But it wasn't an issue for you, no. So you weren't raised with like
0: fear of hell, fear of sin.
1: Mm, No, I wasn't raised like that. But there was a time when I was little. There was a little period. I watched a lot of movies growing up, and I think some movie kind of like I don't. I honestly don't know where it came from. But I there was a minute there. there There's a little window where I was like, fuck, I don't want to go to hell. Really? Yeah. Oh, you got it in
0: the wild. Yeah, not I found it. Not in church. It, yeah. You found it. This is not a mess. Like the horror thing. movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, oh, there's a terrible movie. What is it? Event Horizon. Did Ooh. you see Event Horizon? No, but I, I know what it is. It's a spaceship that gets in like a hell dimension and they're just fucked. The whole movie is just, they get fucked. That's freaky. And I don't care if I spoil it. Fast forward 30 seconds if you don't want to spoil it. They're chasing a signal that they think says help Save us. But then they realized they translated it wrong, and it was save yourself.
1: Oh, okay. Like, get
0: away from us. Damn. And they went towards it, and th- then they were fucking held.
1: Is there any chance the signal was purposely luring them in? I mean... You never know. Hell style. Like a coyote. That movie was disturbing. Oof. I heard it's really disturbing, actually. It was more disturbing when
0: someone actually told me about it than when I watched it. Why did I watch it? Or like The Exorcist? I mean, that'll put the fear of hell in you.
1: Yeah. Oh... Uh, at one point, too, this one guy who uh, was a religious guy in town, it was like a friend of mine who had played tennis with, his dad, kind of one day just kind of spooked me. With, he's like, you know, just talking like, you know, you you, you know, you better believe. No. Because, uh, you know, you don't want to end up being wrong. And also my uncle was really religious, too.
0: And it, they sold it to you like that? They
1: just kind of put a little spook in me, you know?
0: Unfortunately, that's the elevator pitch of, of the Christianity I was raised with, which oh, is... Yeah. You don't know what happens, and you don't want to be wrong about that one, right? Which sucks. Ugh, it's, makes me angry. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus did negative. not go around saying that's not his pitch, right? His pitch had it wasn't even about that, and then we turned it into like, hey, I know I only have you for a few seconds, but uh, you don't want to burn forever, right? Peace.
1: I don't think anyone decent would say that.
0: No, it's 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 well, it's a fear model for sure, right? And how do you feel now? Forget uh, hell
1: i'm thinking i'm probably gonna really attack like get into this in probably the next five years in about five years from now really i'm gonna probably launch into this but how are you gonna i, I would do say that? right now i'm probably just pretty much agnostic you know you're just donny don donny D. I don't know you're donny d
0: i don't know but you you're know not i'm worried very open about it have you had any supernatural experiences
1: <laughs>
0: weird dreams deja vu i'll even count
1: I had deja vu. I shot a. Shot, I saw a shooting star one night in front of my friends. and No one saw it. I didn't even say anything. <laughs>
0: Donnie D.
1: Now that's not necessarily religious. I right? love, but it was. A, that was kind of interesting. But uh, no, player, I haven't. I haven't had any anything. connection to like something.
0: That's like, boy, I hope when your pilot is in review, you don't catch yourself going like, look, if there's anything up there.
1: Oh sh- no. I have n- I, I that was know. not a
0: leading question. I don't care if you did that. No, 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 no. I would,
1: I would tell you. I'm, I'm trying to be as honest as possible. I, I, I really can't remember me doing that. And what about? Do you think there's a story to reality?
0: I know you said you're an agnostic. Does your gut say something bigger is going on here, or it's
1: just a cosmic accident? <laughs> oh, that's a okay. good. I would go like just a six. Like maybe there's like just a little. I, I, feel like may- like if five there's and, something. Maybe yeah, you know maybe something at work. Maybe yeah. Like, just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I could, I, I'm could. open to it. Though. I'm not like, oh, definitely nothing. Well, my thing with God is, is God is
0: consciousness, and, and we have consciousness. So mm-hmm. we have like a little, we're playing with a little piece of it right, right like, now. Like the phenomenon of consciousness is enough for me to be like, what are you talking about? Is there something? We are that something. Right. I think that's very interesting. Yeah. And then when you consider that a lot of the Eastern religions, they have that view as well. You know, it was us that sort of, it's actually the Greeks that made God someone else, somewhere else, mm-hmm. watching this. A lot of the other religions, Buddhism, Hinduism, have, and Christianity, have the idea that the proof of God is is, is this. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Fi- it's not uncovering something. It's it's discovering what we're doing right
1: now. Right. But I don't know. I I, I would say also that uh, when I'm back home, especially in my hometown where I grew up, in this house. It downstairs like at night I do get like if it's all the lights are off everyone's asleep sometimes I fall asleep on the couch wake up in the middle of the night I get a little spooked I scoot upstairs quick oh yeah so I don't know what that means does that's that do anything like your for you? lizard brain yeah I guess that's maybe that's true I think that well, but I'm just, not scared of like a, th- a predator I'm like scared of a ghost yeah
0: i i don't know how I feel about those i I like leaning towards belief yeah like i like let's look into it let's yeah. talk about it let's start from a place of it might be real and and play there and I, I, I don't know but like I remember someone saying that like places that are haunted often have similar characteristics, like cold spots and they 're dark or they're they're laid out in a certain way that like sort of delight the part of our brains that like to scare ourselves right. I, I'm like, Kumail has a great bit where he's like, it's almost like you want to see a ghost. Yeah. Because then you'd be like,
1: oh. Yes. That's re- that's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had sure. moments
0: where I'm at home alone and I'm like, look, if there's a fucking ghost, just show yourself, man. It's like,
1: it's going to be fine. I've been pretty buzzed at night thinking, come on, let me find you. Yeah. Just staring in the dark, opening up my arms. Come through. <laughs> and I tried. I won it. Buddy, it's good news
0: or bad news? i think, sorry. I mean, it's like proof that you're a spirit. How open do you are, are that? Like Donnie dies and then the essence of Donnie. I'm a believer in ego death, like Pete dies, but mm-hmm. that my essence, yeah, thank God.
1: <laughs>
0: like I am done. Like by the I'm already pretty done. Yeah. So if I get another 40 years, you know, God willing, yeah. I'll really be fucking done Damn. with this. So that goes away. But then, like the idea that there's an essence or a soul or a spirit, are, are, does that do anything for you?
1: Well, what do you what do you mean by in that? in
0: five years when you start building the the, the divinity of Donny yeah. D, are you gonna do you see yourself being open to the idea? But that what you do, are a vessel for something.
1: But what do you mean by that? Like when I pass away, my spirit or something. That there's a
0: spirit that, that either is re- re- reincarnated or oh, oh, dissolves back into the into the everything. Maybe you become a plant. Maybe you become Robert Plant. Ooh, it doesn't matter. You I would th- say you think I would, about it.
1: Yeah, I would say that's like hard to, hard for me to answer. Maybe like, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm open to it. What about aliens? Aliens? You see some aliens? I've never seen one, but I've been scared of those too. Yeah, that's you know, yeah. fire great. in the sky. You ever see that? Ooh, I mean, fuck you, fire in the
0: sky! When he pushes his arm through the through the jelly stuff and it pops because he's in like a cocoon. Oh, when he's out. yeah, yeah. I didn't like so that. Freaky. What yeah. are all those people doing in there? Fucking scary. Comes
1: back naked? That's the worst part. Cold. Everyone,
0: not only were you abducted, everyone gets to see your little dingling. <laughs> you think the aliens could have. Good thing you didn't have to probe them.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> uh, there's probably some aliens out there. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I just don't know if they're. We're aliens. Absolutely. We're aliens to someone
0: else. Like, someone else is out there doubting us. Definitely. Right. I asked like, Oh yeah, you think you think they're walking around doing podcasts <laughs> driving cars? Damn. We're someone else's aliens. That's cool. That's what's good about that movie, the others. They were ghosts to someone else. Oh, that's they didn't cool. know that they were ghosts. Sorry, spoiler. Never seen that. Like, what well, that movie came out in like nineteen eighty two. You could everybody shut up. I'm mad. Oh, do you get a lot of heat for spoiling? I don't think so. I think that's spoil friendly. Yeah. What is that? Some some things are spoil friendly. Yeah. The sixth sense, the spoil yeah. friendly. Right. That's just a cliche. Yeah. Get real. Everyone knows that. What is the hardest time you've ever laughed on, ED? Do you smoke weed?
1: Yeah. Nice. It's fun. Uh, okay. The, har- oh, the hardest time I laughed. That's a, that is a good one. Um, I This is a good memory. I mean, obviously hard to measure the most I've ever laughed, but yeah. this is a good memory that when I was in high school, like my mom and I, oh, I was going to, uh, I asked my mom if I could just ditch the next day of school. After lunch with my buddy with Tony and Brian, so I can go to In and Out Burger, I which open Tony and Brian, Tony and Rome, Tony, Brian, Pritch. and I was like, hey, and she, she's like, what? Gucci by Borgies. Borgies? Borges, Borges, oh, think. Oh, the Borgies. the Borgies. Yeah. And so I was like, can Can you write me a note so I can like get out of school? And she's like, Yeah, I can. Okay, fine. You know. I was like, and so I was <laughs> like, she's Devonians. like, like Dennis, like you have a dentist appointment or something. I'm like, Yeah, okay. And then, but that night before. We're like, well, let's just go like something really out there, you know, like, so we wrote this long note, like two pages long, like, um, my, you know, please excuse my son, fourth or fifth period. He's going to be getting liposuction today. He's, he, he's got a bit jelly belly and like, he needs to lose a little weight. You'll be able to tell if you look at, it. you know, just like two oh pages of non, God. like kind of like a really absurd nonsense. Your stuff. mom did a bit. And we were dying right in this thing. Oh, my God. I remember just laughing. So also part of it I was just that the surprise you. of my mom to be down and also like being that creative with it and like oh. taking it to this next level. That so is. We were dying. It was the best.
0: One of the best parenting things I've ever heard is one of those moments where you can step outside of the system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And go like, yeah, Donnie, it's all fucking bullshit. It's all just love. Let me love you in this silly way. That's a beautiful memory.
1: It was so fun. And then I took What's your the mom's note. name? Judy. Judy and Gordon. Gordon and Judy. Gordon and Judy. And? Oh, I took the note in, handed it. I said, oh, can I make a copy of this before you take it? <laughs>
0: oh. And she's like,
1: no. She said no. <laughs> the person at the desk.
0: Yeah. There's only so many Judys in the world. You know what I mean? There's just and a there's few. And there's a lot of people at the desk.
1: A lot of people.
0: My goal... Let's get those Judy's, Get those judy numbers up <laughs> and get those people at the desk numbers down. Yeah Those people are the fucking agents in the matrix. Cheryl. And your mom is Morpheus and you're Neo. G- judy. You're tennis Neo.
1: Oh. You got to get on the court. Shout out to Judy.
0: Divanian. To shout out to Judy, shout out to Gordon. I'd play tennis with you. Let's do it. And I think I'll hurt myself. You think? Do you see me turning and getting a ball right to my back, and I go ah?
1: Just oh no, that'd be just a little sting. You'd be fine, little sting. Yeah, we'll just warm you up nice and slow. Keep it real smooth. It's a ping pong, but you're standing on the table. That's right. It's oh, Seinfeld. that's nice. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's good.
0: It's like it blew up a ping pong table to the size of a, a city block.
1: Damn, that's good. That's I, all you do. Never heard that. Yeah,
0: I like it. Love the movie Match Point.
1: You mm. it? I walked out. Why? I was wa- I went in w- started watching it in Santa Cruz. Too many tar- tennis errors. Yeah, I, I, this I wouldn't do this nowadays. This is back when I was like twenty or something. I was like looking at this guy's body. I was like, this guy's not a tennis player. Oh and, my and, and, and god! He's, he's te- more of a tutor. <laughs> he's he's teaching a, a lesson. He's I'm like, oh, it's not feeding the ball right. And I'm like, I can't do this. Wow! Walked out so snobby. I wouldn't do that today. Though I'd probably sit through it. I get it, you know. It gets
0: it gets better. Yeah. It gets less Tennessee, too. I've never seen it. I mean, I'm going to give you the DVD. Give me a spoiler. I'm going to give you the VHS on your way out. Please.
1: Where can people see Donnie DeVin? I know it's... Oh. This is the end. At Well, on Twitter and Instagram, at Donnie Devonian. Uh Uh-huh. Got a podcast with Brent Weinbach. What's it called? Pointed Questions with Brent Weinbach and myself. With
0: Brent Weinbach. I love Brent Weinbach.
1: And, yeah, the Dress Up Gang look for that in the next year, I guess.
0: Yeah. Dress up gang.
1: You can also watch on YouTube now. Yeah.
0: We have some stuff. Some fantastic stuff. Yeah. Let's get that in the double thousands.
1: Yeah, please.
0: That's viral. All
1: right. All right. Thank Pete. Thanks so much
0: for having me. I mean it, man. I would buy Donnie Devon stock. I,
1: it was an honor to uh, be here. Thanks.
0: Hey, I don't know why I'm being weird here at the
1: end. Please keep going. (laughs) No, I appreciate it. Thank you, Donnie. Oh, would you say keep it crispy? Please. I mean, keep it crispy. It's not even that hard. I mean, just put your mind to it.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. All
1: right, dude, thanks so much.